please don't take this person out. Would you politely go to hell? Get the fuck out of my way. We're dealing with snakes. We don't drink, boozy. Flippy dibby dibby, dim dim dibby. I'm not hitting bongos, Fonzie. Goblin parade. <laughs> I've wasted the best years of my life listening to idiots. Well, you're not pleasant. Glug, uh-oh. Crash. tape it's the fastest hour in podcasting this is never not funny now here's your host jimmy pardo hey everybody welcome into the program episode 23k 23k get your ken names ready will it be a ken doll will it be that's did you say get your Ken names ready? Right? Right, damn right I did. So it's going to be Ken. <laughs> all right. Shit, so all these other things I have, I, I have to change. cross I'm going to tell you this, just to full disclosure. It's not Ken? Now let me look. No, it's not. Okay. It Good. is not. Good, because I already picked mine. and I It didn't is want not it. a Ken name. All right. But uh, boy, that was weird, huh? <laughs> was it weird? Is it, the, no. is it the weirdest of things ever happened in our lifetime? I don't think it was. People no. say things all the time. Interesting, peculiar, possibly. Uh, welcome to the program, you guys. We're here, we're there. Get used to it. Now... <laughs> Listen, on the last episode, we were uh, we were able to sit by while Pella Poundstone did a monologue. Boy, oh boy, uh, but she's amazing. Good Lord. Mm-hmm. I, I, I Sometimes when a guest comes in here and they will overpower or what have you, uh, when that person leaves, we all go, Jesus Christ, blah, blah, blah. When Paula left, we, all we do was like, she's a genius. Yeah. Like, I was, uh, talk, please, yeah. please entertain me, please. Mm-hmm. Be what I consider one of the top five funniest people I've ever seen in my life. Continue yeah. doing that. Mm-hmm. It's Love awesome. It. Yeah. When you some she was one of those comedians I grew up watching and loving. And it's it's great to see like that. She's not only still got it, but that she's like, oh, like in your words, funny in the bones, just funny in the bones and just takes something from nothing and just yeah. makes it happen. Yeah. In a way that only the greats can. Pardo Conan. <laughs> That's it. Poundstone. Just the three of us. Okay. Just, uh, we never, I wanted to ask that she wouldn't stop talking, so I couldn't ask her <laughs> uh, where she, did she, did she grow up in Massachusetts? Is that where she's from? Now, see, I only know her from the Bay Area, but that, you're right, though. She probably grew she up somewhere, had, then moved to the Bay Area to do comedy. A, she has a bit of a Boston, subtle Boston accent. She, well, she didn't get excited when we told her we were going to the East Coast. Hmm. Well, she left there. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. She was talking about like high school and stuff. I wanted to ask her where she went because I have, had a feeling. Well, maybe Garen can look that up. She was born in Huntsville, Alabama. Oh, down in Alabama. What the hell? Turn it up. That is none of those two things. No. Oh, her family moved to Sudbury, Massachusetts. I can't even say it. Look about at a you. Month after her birth, Pounceland attended Lincoln Sunbury Regional High School, but dropped out before obtaining her diploma. That's crazy. That's the town next to where I went to high school. Really? You yeah, picked up on that Lincoln. subtle accent. Yeah. That's pretty amazing. That's, he picked up on that. Yeah. I also think Garen needs some animal protein because he's having a lot of trouble pronouncing it. <laughs> he really is. <laughs> Talk lately. Yeah, you got to do something, man. <laughs> <laughs> That's Garen Cockrell. We, again, as we talked about last time, we spent a little time with Garen uh, last week, went to see Halloween together. Right? We got scared out of our wits, and then we uh, well, we got tense out of our wits. Then <laughs> uh, uh, Garen came to see me do a live show at the Flappers. It was very, very nice of him. Mm-hmm. And uh, Matt Donahue was the opener. Yeah, uh, and then Jeff Ahern did a guest set, and then uh, uh, God, I'm going to get it wrong. Garen, uh, Chandelaria, Chandelia, Chandelia. Thank you, Chandelia. 
Chandelier was the uh, the opener, and uh, I managed to mangle her name every single time, every wow. time, every time, every time, every time. Sorry, including this time. We apologize to. It's definitely a name I've Shana never Lea. heard before. Yeah, it's uh, it she looks has a bit about it, which is pretty funny too. Oh. But I've never heard that name. Isn't that that uh, CS song is named after her? I want to. Oh yeah, from the Chandelier. Yeah, oh, you're right. I take oh. it back. I didn't know that. I should have listened more to her act and I'm, that joke. That was a joke. And that uh, song. <laughs> I'm kidding. I know you are. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't know. Well, idiot. Of course I don't I know, know what. I don't know if you know the Sia song. Uh, you know? Well, I know no. that. I, I know that Sia didn't write a song about this comedian. No, but it, it could have been someone else named Chandelier. Sia, the one with the the, the hair. She, uh, yeah, the black and white, black and white cookie wig. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, the three sixty page boy. You like a black and white cookie? I don't think I do. I don't. I like it's, it on paper, and I go, yeah, I'm in, and then nope. I think it's a big zero. Yeah. All it is is just two colors of frosting. That's right? it. It's but a, two non- Not even good. Descript. Yeah. yeah, it's like sugar frosting. But no flavor, man. Like if it was chocolate and vanilla, like sort of smooshed together <sighs> next to Well, I, I want it to be the ebony and ivory that I'm looking for, and I'm sure. not getting it from that particular cookie. At least, not, at least just had got some, like a Halloween twist on the black and white cookie, and it was orange and black. Yeah. Also disappointing. No, I, I, I've been told orange is the new black. Well, that someone forgot to tell this cookie. <laughs> so either that or the cookie's just all black except for half of its. But orange. the cookie, you know this? Funny, yeah, of course. <laughs> God, final season finish. coming up. Final season, they're finally uh, pulling the plug on that shit bomb, huh? Yeah. All right. That came up. Was that at your show that Orange is the New Black came up at the, in the standing up comedy show? No, something came up when I, I was so. when I was uh, doing uh, you know my uh, my patented crowd work. Uh, Orange is the New Black came up on one of the four shows. And it came up on a podcast last week, too. Which one? With with Because uh, the person uh, here liked it. Carol Montgomery loved the show. That's what it was. And I went funny, and then she fell over and cackled like a crazy person. Because <laughs> uh, she knew that we were making fun of it. Uh, but, Garrett, you, uh, you had mentioned on the previous, uh, uh, when Miss Poundstone was here, that you had seen other movies over the weekend as well. What... Uh, yeah, I saw a beautiful boy. Great. All right. Well, listen, we don't have time. Paula? Paula? We don't have time. Is that good? Like, I'm intrigued and yet bored by the idea of uh, it's har- It's harrowing. Oh, really? Um, Actually, Steve Carell? Yeah, he's and great. Timothy Chalamet. Who? Timothy best. Chalamet. Who is that? I don't know who that is. Oh, that's the kid from... Uh, uh, one time I went to Italy one summer, or whatever it's called. <laughs> Call me by your name. Call me by your name. <laughs> one time I went to Italy one summer. <laughs> I am happy with your word choices in yeah, that particular that order. Great. Yeah, he's a good actor, right? Yeah. So he's in this movie as well? Yeah, he might get nominated. I think Steve Carell's performance is a little too subtle. I think he might get overlooked. He's mm-hmm. great. He's always good. I but, always want to see him. Whatever he does, I want to go, yes, I support you, sir. You're great. But... That's a movie. I just there's a lot of other movies I want to see, and I'm probably not going to get to that one. Yeah, it's 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 not. A, you don't need to see it in the theater. You should, but you don't yeah. need to. To be honest, I bet you that's going to be a screener. You're going to get that as a screener, no question about it. That, that has screener written all over it. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, we've yeah. already we've already received three versions of the wife. I, I've seen that oh, flying around uh, Instagram. Yeah, and, uh, Demi Adjuibe is doing a, a running bit on Instagram about how he's. I, either he's joking and maybe he got someone else's but he's the bit is that he's like he opens another thing and it's the wife oh, whatever funny. whatever he like there's a knock on his door he opens it and the wife dvd is sitting on the ground uh saw, yeah. did he do the nintendo one too somebody did one where they pulled a wife out of an old nintendo <laughs> yeah it might have been him. ah that's funny all right so this thing is so this is going around so we are not uh, what is that it's glenn close it's supposed to be great yeah okay. it looks great it's supposed to be great yeah. what is the what is the 
premise. The premise is that you mind your fucking business <laughs> while the three of us are trying to do a comedy show. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> that was so over the line. <laughs> is it over the line if it's my program? I mean, it just Can I ever be over the line? Jimmy controls like a, where the line is. Yeah, I control the line. Well, he controls I'm the never, horizontal. He controls the vertical. That's exactly right. He can uh, make it bright or dark as night. Thank you. Do you, walk, do you the, walk the line? The guy, the guy who got the, you just got kicked to the teeth is yeah. defending me. <laughs> That's what Somebody happened. At the door? Somebody, was that you, Elliot? <laughs> that was me swallowing, actually. Oh, my God. It, was, uh, it sounded like a piece of wood hitting another piece of <laughs> that wood. That was a weird... No wonder you sit in the corner and watch. This is off topic, but... <laughs> what the Jesus. fuck is he I don't know. going on about? I wanted to move on, but... Elliot, you were, you were in the clear. <laughs> I, saw, I saw an opportunity, and I took it. Yes, as you did with email today, too. Jesus... <laughs> Oh, you're, you're able to clunk it up on all medium. Holy shit! I don't know if I saw this email. Was I it about it was the, the start time? Yeah, I said uh, we'll, uh, I'll see. You, yeah, we'll see you guys in a bit. And he goes, "Oh, we're doing bits now." To which I responded, "Well, one of us seems to be." <laughs> I stand behind that. I, you stand behind that? God damn it! I, I think that's solid. I think that's. I think I've had a reason to fire you a dozen times, and that's a low number over the last ten years. None was bigger than that email today. Wow. Since we're talking about Elliot's responses to the start time. No, I, I, I know you want us to 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 ask you about this and I, I've been what, resisting what? it. But what now I, I have to, to do it. What? what is the thing where it looks like a W and then a oh. sideways U? Like it looks like a dick and two balls or whatever. <laughs> what is that? So I don't know what you're talking about. Every every few like the last a, a, a few couple. emails he's on, responded with just this thing that looks like. So, a. So CU I think is obvious. See you. It's, a, it's got a capital C and a capital U. Wait, I'm going to. Uh, okay, that, I'm not picturing it correctly then. Hang on. Who and then the third thing is like a backwards C. And I discovered recently that a backwards C like that is Wait. in mathematics. It, it it means then. Where is this? I don't see it. It's it's uh, two. Look, two, look at like last ago. week's episodes. So you're not. You, not today. you didn't do it today. Not today. It's not a C. Here, here it is. All right. Show it to me, please. Okay. I forgot about the C. Yeah, what's up with that? <laughs> Why is this happening? So the C and the U make sense, right? C, C U, and, and then that means around or something. No, it's the the the, the backwards C looking thing yeah. is a mathematical symbol that means then, like if then. So, so C, you're U, doing then. that for literally yourself. What? Correct. Is there any other reason he does anything? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I thought it was some sort of a. It looks like a like. It does kind of look like a butt and one testicle and then a small penis. I mean, if that's what you want to see there. Like if you're sure. looking at someone from the side. Oh, yeah, I guess. Wow, that's a stretch, but okay. This seems like an off-air conversation. I'm very serious. What am I about to bring up? It seems like a personal off-air conversation for you and I to have. Okay. Will, can I convince you to allow Never Not Funny to pay money for Garen to take filmmaking classes? <laughs> And he does have a master's in screenwriting. Yeah, so he's halfway there. I'm not sure he is. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's really just editing, right? Does he have to learn anything? Like, what would he? I have mean, to I think a monkey could do that. They just pressing buttons. What we need to do one day is get one of those little... Train a monkey? Well, A, get one of those cop... Uh, Hold on, he's doing a bit now. They, uh, even a monkey could type a bits. word. Uh, those cop uh, camera things that you hide around your home. Yeah, let's get one of those one time. We put it up there, and so we videotape what he yes. does, and then give it, and then give Garen it to him the footage and, go, and then study this. Figure this out. Uh, look, 
in Elliot's defense, there's things that he can do that I would never be able to do. Right. Be uninteresting. Like rotoscope <laughs> stuff. Well, thank, you. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. Wait, rotoscope? You're <laughs> doing rotoscope, rotoscope stuff that you not do in, like for the shows? Time. I was told, I didn't know you were doing rotoscope. It's rotoscope. When did you rotoscope? Yeah, when's the last time you rotoscoped? Season uh, 21 and 20, I think, for the intro. Oh. Hamilton dancing, right? Right, right, right. Yeah, oh, I, right. that kind of stuff. The tech stuff that he can do. But that's why you're going to take a class. <laughs> He's a marvel. Let's give, let's give him the credit where it's due. What? He's more of a DC, if you ask me. <laughs> oh, here we go. Wow. Here I was going to make a Marvel joke, and I didn't. <laughs> Sounds like maybe you should be over there then. a little quicker. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think he chose not to because he knew it. I'm just a little bit better. <laughs> I don't think that's what he's saying. I don't think that's what he's saying. Or he, got in there. I, and I know that's not what I'm saying. Right <laughs> the right worst. Plug, hey, we got some mail. Ah! The mail is here. The mail is here. Two mails? Yeah, we got two mails. Six to nine. Up, up top, my, my brother. brother. The mail is here. Elliot sucks. Now, <laughs> this is from Kay Donahue in Oakhurst, New Jersey. All right. All right. And yeah, we have two mails. I usually only like to open up one, but uh, we you never know if something, it's something time sensitive. Right. Do you think this is from Kill Donahue? <laughs> it's Phil Donahue's homicidal brother. You guys, I'm not kidding. Uh oh. I'm very happy with what's in here. Oh boy. I'm is not going to. Is it food related? Yeah. Of course. Oh. Because I need a little sneaky snack. Oh, no. Dear Jimmy, Matt, Elliot, and Garan, greetings from the East Coast. Myself and a few of my guards. Saw Jimmy recently. Uh, saw Jimmy and Mr. Donahue recently in Atlantic City. The Big Easy. Guards. <laughs> this is from the. Uh, this is Kyle Adana Donahue. He's part of the Cape May Beach Patrol. Oh. Yeah, I remember talking to these guys. He was Baywatch. Uh, he may have been on Baywatch. Uh, Jimmy did a, uh, Jimmy did a great job explaining the concept of lifeguarding to us that we figured we should send our hero a token of appreciation. I was uh, during one of the shows. I said, "Oh, you guys are lifeguards." I did not know they were not funny fans, mm-hmm. but I was like, "Oh, you oh, you're lifeguards." I said, "No, I said, when you do it," and then I I literally did a thing where like. With no humor, just explain to a room full of people what a lifeguard does. Mm-hmm. And then went, did I literally just do that? And everybody then, of course, I got the laugh. But it was ridiculous. Uh-huh. Uh, we thought a torpedo would be useless to you guys. A torpedo is one of those. Uh, the floatery things. Yeah. things. Unless there's a pool at the Familiar, which, which there, there is. All of our non-uniform shirts are Gildans. So we settled on sending you this classic documentary on life-saving. <laughs> Jimmy, you may like this movie for the slow '70s travel shots. Uh, but who are we? To, who are we kidding? This is probably going home with Garen. We're talking Sam Elliott in his prime. You got to tell me you wouldn't want to watch it. Uh, you wouldn't want to run into that stash at the bathhouse. Oh, yeah. you wouldn't want to run into that. Oh, and Ann Archer too. Jesus Christ! Mm-hmm. Oh wow! Oh, wait, it's got a young Parker Stevenson too. Jesus, sounds like it's going home with Jimmy and Kathleen Quinlan. Boy, this has everybody. Jesus Christ, this was EP'd by Ted Mann. <laughs> is, is he Paul Poundstone's middle? <laughs> Callback? No? <laughs> Garrett, here you go. Go jerk to this. I don't uh, think I ever saw Sam Elliott without gray hair. Oh, that's a good point. That's him in his prime right there. Yeah, There's a little him. gray in the stash, though. Like, it looks like a little bit of streaky. I think that, no, that's, uh, that's the sun bouncing off of it. <laughs> Uh, on a more serious okay oh you know what no this is it it says heavy topic your choice for on the air off on a more serious note we would like to thank you guys for your honest approach to life and death both both natural and self-inflicted as military veterans and EMTs respectfully we dealt with these issues personally and professionally 
parenthetical. Back to the funny. Um, thank you for that. And uh, and thank you for saying something That's nice. as well. Uh, we've heard that some listeners hate the sound of chewing, so we've also included some saltwater taffy. Oh, no. Because <laughs> fuck off. <laughs> Jesus. We're from Jersey. We're obligated to be dicks. <laughs> Thanking us for, uh, thank you for making us feel like part of the gang every week. Keep up the great work. Your buddies on the beach, Kyle, Lou, and Chris, a.k.a. Porn Stash. Yeah, when Chris had a uh, porn stash. Mm-hmm. Nice. Uh, P.S. Saltwater taffy <laughs> sucks. So enjoy... Instead of saltwater taffy, mm, tasty cakes. Oh, oh wow! Shit. Yeah, yeah. All right. Oh, these are peanut butter, though. I don't know if I'm thrilled with that. Oh no, those are good. But uh, I'm gonna certainly try one. There's a package for Matt. Nah, I'm good. I just had like I just ate five things. All right, Garen. I'm sure you want one. Garen doesn't. Oh, Garen doesn't want one either. It says they're vegan. Does does? It really? No. <laughs> <laughs> You'd be only, only 95 calories per cake. So that's a uh, 180, 190. Mm-hmm. Apparently Oreos are vegan, so you never know. It's just milk chocolate on it. But then no. <laughs> I assume it's milk chocolate. No, I, I did know. have a burger this weekend, and I should not have. It uh, hit, you, hit you hard? It hit me harder than ever. Did you have a it was, hurricane? It was, uh, it was a hurricane coming. <laughs> it was not great. Good. What's going on? You made a you made a gesture like I don't like the hurricane conversation. Oh. No, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that, it's uns- insensitive of us. There was just a hurricane that happened. Yeah, in your pants. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I don't like the, I don't like the panting. Uh, you know, I don't like diarrhea humor. Well, it wasn't more so much that as just like bloating and 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 rumbling and yeah, you know, it was Hur- tre- hurricane tre- tremendously wet. From a standpoint of water, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to put this aside because it is not uh, peanut butter is not good for air, for, uh, nor is chewing unless you're doing an episode of Mr. Ed. That's right, and then it's absolutely he's nice. incredible. Yeah, uh, I thank uh, Kyle, Lou, and Chris for the delicious, tasty yeah, thanks, guys. cakes. Thank you very much, gentlemen. Thank you, and thank you for your service. Thank you for your sacrifice. Good, yeah, right. How about that? Is that what you're supposed to say? Someone now? told Didn't us somebody that's what we're supposed to say that. Yeah. yeah. You know what I say? You know, mind your business. Be grateful I'm talking to you at all. <laughs> if it was 1974, I'd be spitting in your face. Be grateful I'm saying hello. <laughs> dickhead. Uh, tell me how I could tell you I appreciate Would you, you spit in their face if you knew it was going to prompt a decade's worth of Oliver Stone movies? I like some Oliver Stone movies. All right. So you would do it. <laughs> I don't know if I would. No, I would never do that. I mean, like in the grand scheme of things. I wouldn't spit in Donald Trump's face. Uh, Donald Trump's face. Right. And his is may- maybe the only time in my lifetime that I've. W- I mean, there's other evil human beings, but mm-hmm. I don't think I would spit in anybody's face. Ed Gein. Spit in his face, take some of that clown makeup off. Are those stories that you hear? Wait, wait, this is a return. Wait, is it addressed to us? Mail Recovery Center. Yeah. Oh. So that, but it says never not funny? Yeah, but look what it is. Oh, it's a plate. Whose plate is it? It doesn't say. So that means that... Well, it has to say on the front. No, it doesn't. Oh, well, if we peel this off, we can see. You think so? Yeah. Let right. me see if we can get down. Well, I've been wondering since last week what vinyl somebody sent us. Yeah, I got excited, right? Uh, so if you've not received your plate, please let us know. Damn, this thing is on. Because uh, apparently it, it, it came back. Here it is. How annoying. Well, now everybody's going to say they didn't get their plate. Now some weirdos that didn't no, do this. Don't do that. Yeah, come we're on. gonna we're gonna do some forensics. Yeah, on we'll this do box. forensics on the box. Figure it out. What do you got to do? Let me see the box. Let me take a look at that. That label's on there real tight, man. There's nothing getting this off. What about my glasses? Maybe that'll help. You can't use that 
box cutter there yeah, to I got slice a, it off? I got a tool here. No, no, but we have to take one layer I of label it. off and then the get, but not the other layer because that's the label that I put on it. Oh, yeah, I see your label. And I, off, oh, here, pull. you know what? If you take this label off, you'll be able to see through it, Matt. But, but can you pull like, that one come off, though? Can you look up the tracking oh, number? It will. will tell you at least where it's going. There, I see it. Let me see. There's the, you can see the name, but okay. no, but they've crossed out the address for safety. Okay, yeah. So now you can look up that name. Yeah. Uh, All right. So do you want to say the name? I can barely see it. Eric Shepard. Eric Shepard. Yeah. So Eric Shepard, our our apology. Uh, maybe he returned it. Maybe he's like, you know what? Fuck these guys. I'm sick of their <laughs> shit. I voted for Trump. Uh, take this dish and ram it up your ass. All right. Well, one more plate for us. Then. Oh, okay. All right. Thank for you. It. Have a sandwich. <laughs> but you know what? I'm going to put my tasty cakes on. <laughs> but with the bubble wrap still around it. Yeah, I don't want to make it dirty. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, uh, thank you, mail service, for sending that back properly. And, and now I feel bad for Eric Shepard, though. The guy's probably been wondering this whole time, where's my plate? Well, he could have emailed and asked, where's my plate? Maybe he's also doesn't give a shit. Maybe he's just a fan that Very likes possible. to support the program. When did we send these out? June or something? Or yeah, it was May? a while ago. It's a long time ago. It took a long time to come back. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, so that was sitting somewhere for a long time. I don't like that sandwich that Garen had sitting in his stomach. <laughs> Hurricane Garen. <laughs> I wonder if there's ever been a Hurricane Garen. Or Tropical Storm Garen? Nah. You don't think so? That name is too uh, odd. They go Garrett. You think they go Garrett? <laughs> they might go yeah. Gannon before they go Garen. Gannon, Galen. Galen, very was it Gary. Boy, you know what? Tropical Storm Gary, that that guy, that, that guy's just coming over to spend some time with you. Did you see that article? I just read an article last week about, uh, you remember the whole Gary Hart scandal? Yeah. yeah. Uh, apparently, uh, that was a setup. Watched a video about that. Turn your mic on. Was her name Jennifer Flowers? Uh, That was no. That's that's Clinton. Clinton's. Uh, Wait, hang on a second. It was Donna Donna Rice. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you. I wanted to pull it. Um, Yeah. Apparently, the guy running Bush's campaign, George Bush Senior's campaign, uh, like like a year or two after Bush was elected, he got cancer and he only had a year to live you saw all this in the video so at the like he's gonna keep nodding at at the end of his life he started like making amends with people and he called he had been basically friends friendly rivals like uh, with the gary hart's campaign manager like they would get lunch and stuff and um and he he called him up and he was like i just i have to tell you like that was me like we set that we set that up and that guy oh. didn't tell anybody for 30 years including what, no, gary hart no wait yeah. a minute what does that mean they said so he they so, paid donna rice to be there or there was this guy who owned the boat who was like you know he was he wanted to be in pull it in the political circle he was a rich guy so he would like and he was a lobbyist so he would like invite politicians out on his boat or whatever and so gary hart was supposed to be writing a speech or something and he's guy like said yeah come out on my boat somehow they arranged for the boat that he had chartered to be canceled and yeah. then this got a the, different boat this is the freaky part like how much thought went into it this? was so much work went into it it's you, you you hear it was a setup and you're like oh okay so they told these women to sit in his lap it's like no no it went way beyond that like they basically found the boat called monkey business because they knew that would play so they 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 like swapped the boat out because they they figured that gary hart wouldn't go on a boat called monkey business i guess and why did gary hart's go ahead finish and so and so they got they got uh donna rice they said like go over there and sit in that guy's lap and 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 she was there five it was like five seconds she like sat in his lap someone took a picture that was it 
And then, but didn't she go on talk shows and, and wasn't she interviewed? And they stuff? both insisted that they didn't have yeah, an affair at, at the time. Oh, so they said it didn't matter though because it was in the Inquirer and it was a photo that looked like something had happened. So right. she insists they didn't have an affair, which is one hundred percent true. Right, but and that's so what you'd he. say. But that right, that's what you would say anyway. Right. at that time anyway. I guess today you'd you want to write a book, so you'd say, yeah, I totally did. There was part of the story I didn't understand that they didn't address in the article I read though, which is that apparently she met with him after and like walked like went in his apartment building and like yeah. they were taking pictures and she never came out and so they go like, oh, she must have spent the night but there was like a back exit to the place but there was never explained why she went there anyway that wasn't in the video that i watched okay. what I, and it might have been rachel maddow that did the story but anyway uh the thing was that and then the, the guy he didn't say anything until he was just about to die now right he like didn't tell he's like I, he didn't want to tell gary hard because he was just like i mean he's already like what what difference does it make right. just telling him it'll, it'll just drive him crazy i guess but why didn't he but why not tell the, the world that like why sit on that this whole time what, what what's to be gained i mean obviously what's to be gained from saying anything but what's yeah. to be gained from not saying something well so you're two years into george hw bush's presidency yeah i think at the time i think that they just accepted it it's the way i the think it was just part me. of it yeah like because this guy Worked in politics, he just felt like that's part of the game. But if it came out, like, like, could Gary Hart, could he have run the next uh, election, or was I don't he think just so? Because, because, just like now, I don't think anybody would have believed the story. In other words, the guy comes out says, right. on his deathbed, he told me this. Oh, how are you going to prove it? I see. And then, and, yeah. yeah, I mean, also there may like the the thing about Gary Hart before that incident. The reason why that worked is because. There, the press had stirred up suspicion about Gary Hart's personal life. He was private. There had been rumblings of infidelity, mm-hmm. and so that played right into it. So he may have had affairs. I mean, he was he was charismatic and handsome. Was a handsome, he not? Young, yeah, younger yeah. man. Yeah, he was like in his forties, probably. Right, um, and he was actually very qualified. Was he not? He was. Yeah, yeah he was like a expert on national defense. And, what, and he was an expert, but he wasn't Mondale. Is that eighty like, eight? Yeah. Because uh-huh. the problem the problem with with yeah, Walter the scandal Mondale, eighty-eight election, Garen, eighty-eight election. <laughs> <laughs> the problem with Mondale was he was a boring wonk, like you couldn't. And this Gary Hart was. What are you talking about? Well, uh, but Mondale yeah. was eighty-four. He, Dukakis right. was the nominee. Yeah, right. Well, saying, no, no. But here's the thing. Oh, but after eighty-four, you're saying right. So in eighty-four, you had Mondale. He yeah. lost, and they thought, well, let's get somebody yes. who has some charisma, but right. also knows his stuff. Right. And Hart was perfect, which is why, and no president since. Like the 40s, no party had ever had a two term president and then gotten a, a third guy elected. Right. You know, so like. It still has never happened, correct? That was the only time in, in what you could call modern politics. Oh, because yeah. it was. Um, because cause, cause Gore lost and, well, right. Hillary wasn't, uh, she was Secretary of State, but th- they just meant like no one had ever, no two term president had ever gotten his vice president elected right. to president after him and t- until then. And, uh, so, yeah, I mean, I do think that that guy, Gary Hart, was a threat to Bush, who was very uncharismatic and very uninspiring as a candidate and a person and a president. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, right. yeah, so they definitely it makes sense that they would try to hit him where, you know, where he wow. was weakest. But it's just such a crazy thing. Just to, when you like there's conspiracy theories and you think, well, that's bullshit. And then you hear about stuff like this, which it doesn't take very many people. You only right. need four people to, to yeah. have this conspiracy happen. Right. Because I don't think Rice knew what was going on. So she wasn't part of any kind of conspiracy. She was yeah. just one of the women who had been invited who happened to be yeah. ready to, to take a photograph when they wanted to take the photograph. Right. 
Um, but like the guy who owned the boat and the person who organized the whole thing and probably right. the person who moved the boat. And the big question was like, why would that guy who is trying to ingratiate himself to Gary Hart, why would he go along with that? And the answer was he was had perpetual money problems. And so right. they mm-hmm. paid him a lot of money to do this, I guess. Uh, this is this is going to seem a little out of left field, but I just watched uh, the Daredevil, the new Daredevil season. Mm-hmm. And it basically, it's this same sort of topic, like how people with integrity can be vulnerable to being leveraged by awful people or people who are trying to get something done mm-hmm. underhandedly. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's really depressing how easy it seems like it could be. Mm-hmm. Like it's one good reason to not want to go into politics because you could have all the integrity in the world and then something happens and they leverage somebody you care about or your ability to do the thing you want to do by kind of tricking you into a weird photograph or something. And then all of a sudden you're doing awful things for awful people. Ugh. You ever thought about going to the politics, Elliot? I have thought about it. Or just quitting this job. <laughs> <laughs> or, you know, something else that you know, pulls you away from here twice a week. No, but seriously, you... you, you uh, I mean, I did, the, I did the... The people I met in my lifetime, you, and I will actually say, and I, I'm not taking away from this gentleman as a comedian or filmmaker, Pete Schwaba. Okay. I think uh, the, the two of you are the ones that I met in my lifetime, and maybe Andrew J. Koenig, Andrew although he may have been too could've. passionate. Mm-hmm. Uh, but... Um, I mean, too, and I mean too passionate in a uh, uh, bleeding heart sort of a way, not in a. I think he, he would have. I think it. he. I think he would have been able to do it. I think if he wanted. They to. can't close. Bo- All right, I, I don't know. <laughs> Talking about my ass, but uh, but I think that you would be good at it. The problem. Why don't you run for Culver City? Well, he did. He was. I was. I was in a neighborhood council. Oh, that's right. And the thing that they voted you out, right? No, no, no. I, 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 <laughs> I, I stopped doing it to. And some folks were like, "Please don't." Because I'm very logical, which isn't you don't want everybody to be me in in that group. But if you here, here, but but one or maybe two is good. What's happening? Oh shit! I was so into what you really were. You know what? I'm not gonna lie to you. Did you have the camera on him? I've never seen Darren more engaged. Darren was so engaged and and so his face was so kind (laughs) and just like truly was was willing to learn and listen. It was wonderful. Sadly, our guest is here, so Gary, Elliot, just shut the fuck up and we'll yeah, move so, on. Yeah, so good, good, good stuff yeah, then. Good job. Yeah, great, great work on the council. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the bottom line of it was I went to this one meeting and, and just some nice people, like the political machinations they wanted to do, I couldn't stand it. I couldn't stand it. So you don't like the, uh, uh, the actual the political part of it? I, I don't think I do. If I could do the public service part of it without having to like, oh, don't worry about that rule. It was, was was one person said we don't we don't pay attention to that rule. And That's like, a rule. I mean, oh my you, son's head would explode. You may not like the rule, then change the rule. What's the rule? The there was a thing about um, having people do work that you'd normally get paid for for free, and you can't do that because there could be some undermining of uh, of fraud and that sort of thing. Yeah, you know what? I'm with them. <laughs> I didn't hear what I didn't hear what the rule was. I just wanted to get to that. I'm going I'm to put this word loosely. That joke. As soon as you asked him the question, my ears started ringing. I couldn't believe it. was My happening. ears are ringing. You. Oh, by the way, I've got the stickers in my car. I keep forgetting to oh, uh, bring them in. Uh, mention that again. The uh, the, the uh, pod swag. Yeah, pod swag. We should have mentioned it on the regular show, but uh, yeah, you can go get the uh, Never Not Funny sticker set. It's got uh, stickers like Glug and. Uh, Lazy Queen and my ears uh, are ringing. UF and C. My ears are burning. UF and C. Oh, burning uh, the familiar logo. Yep. and some other stuff. That uh, Abbott, not Abbott Kinney. That's a street <laughs> city. Skelding. Abbott Skelding. Skelding. Yeah. Abbott Skelding. Designed. 
designed the sticker. So mm-hmm. his artwork. And, so go to podswag.com slash Never Not Funny. And then uh, look at the other Never Not Funny stuff there, too. There's uh, And hopefully we're going to have some new items for Christmas is what uh, mm-hmm. Podswag is hoping for. And as soon as they can figure out what they want to make, we'll sign off on it. Mm-hmm. Pat McGann has walked in. Pat McGann is from the south side of Chicago. I want to say the Beverly area. Uh, he's currently on tour. Everybody up for Sebastian Madagalli, and uh, <laughs> whose last name I can never pronounce. And thank God I don't have to. Thank God I'm not performing at Madison Square Garden like Pat McGann. Now, do you have to introduce him, Pat? I do not. So you go but out. I do know it's Maniscalco. 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 All right. Now, it, was I right about the Beverly area? Yes. Yeah. It was right about Morgan that. So, so say it again. Beverly Morgan Park. All right. Now, I, you've got the Chicago accent. Now, I don't know a lot about you, Pat, but I do know you're from the South Side, which has to mean that you're a racist. <laughs> Extremely. <laughs> I do. Now, but you grew up, I grew up on the South Side. You do, too. And, yeah. But you, but you seem to escape to that aspect of it. We, I was not. You know what? I was. That was not part of our family. Right. That was not. But it's part of your neighborhood. It is. Yeah. It is. But it's also a great neighborhood in a uh, that's been there for for me and our family and a lot of times okay here's the thing here's the thing on beverly and this is i know this is a national podcast so no one really cares but in Chicago, it's really the if, most if diverse may, Pat, neighborhood. It's it's world. We're on the World Wide Web. Oh, worldwide. <laughs> so it's not just national. We're going. We're going to different countries. But go ahead. I interrupted you. It's the most diverse. It's the most diverse, diverse neighborhood in Chicago, but it's segregated, as you know. The whole city is. Yeah. But you know, when I go to the grocery store on the South Side versus when I was living up in Lincoln Park, it's a lot more diverse. Um, in the South Lincoln Side. Park. Oh yeah! Really? Yeah, maybe there. Well, right up, there, not like maybe what, where else, like Bridgeport or Canaryville or Forest, where I you rub the. You know, oh yeah, the, no, not no, there. No but, way. But we're talking about you called my neighborhood, right? Yeah, we're talking about yours. So I'm trying. Well, to, no, I'm, I'm saying the whole South Side. Yeah, it meant the mentality. It is improving, I think, though. I, you know, I, 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 I've been gone for a long time. Yeah. And I, I, but, and based on my Facebook feed, you're wrong. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think the worst, worst people right now are emboldened right now to say things. Um, but it's a, it's our country, man. Our country is racist. Here we go. Here you fucking go. You bring a comedian in, and you get this bullshit. <laughs> this is what you started with. I wanted to just say hello. <laughs> you hang up some more pictures of yourself in here. Oh, oh, you know what? You're right. That I meant to tell you to go fuck yourself. Uh, say his last, Sebastian Maniscalco. Maniscalco. And you don't have to. Again, you don't intrude him. No. You go out. You do your ten minutes. How much time are you doing? I do twenty. You do twenty minutes. Twenty Wait. and then off. But you're doing twenty. In Madison Square Garden. Yeah, in January. He's got four four shows there. I mean, it's insane. I'm just, I'm lucky to be on this ride. We did uh, Air Canada Center in Toronto. That was the first, like, huge arena we did. Right. It's like 19,000 people. And is, You don't have to answer this because I know you're still on tour. Uh, is that fun for that many people? I think it is. And, and I'm, of course, I'm going to sound like the, the grateful opener. But if anyone can do these arenas, it's it's him. He really fills the space. Like I'm up there for me, I do well, but it's difficult for my style to work the round right. in a huge arena. But yeah, he's big into demonstrative. And these screens now that are in these arenas, like the high def and yeah. the the light, and I mean, it's it works. I was skeptical. I really was. But you're right with the screens and stuff. You're not. It's not like when I saw Gary Shandling at Poplar Creek in the late right. '80s, where you are watching a dot on right. the screen, yeah. or not I on the went, screen on the stage. Yeah. When we did the Toronto gig, I went up to watch it because just to see what's what are these people experiencing up here. And I'm telling you, it, it worked. 
I was surprised. Uh, and you're and you're they're, they're receiving you. But are you also going out where they're still coming in with their snacks? They're finding their seat. Are you kind of taking a bullet? There's or? a little bit of that, but they always hold. I mean, they they, they do, do a really good job. We'll hold sometimes 10 minutes, uh, sometimes 15, depending on if there's a second show or what the, the union rules are. If, okay. if, if it's, we have to get out of there. Um, but yeah, there's a little bit of that. But most of the time, they're pretty settled. If there's any thing going on it's the first five minutes but by the last like my last 10 i feel like i always have you know most of their attention by then that's great good yeah, for it's you. fun man good for you right nice hotels and nice theaters and yeah you know and it'll end soon and i'll yeah you're back to dr grin doing the doing the clubs <laughs> yeah which by the way i'm going to in february so get ready grand rapids for uh, some icy cold comedy from jimmy pardo in february february uh, whatever second third fourth whatever fourth. i like that club i do like dr Grintz. it's one of the uh, it's one of the good ones yeah it's it's a hip town grand rapids is cool Why nobody's ever described it like that pat but you're <laughs> it's you're, coming around you're, you're a kinder man than i am so is the neighborhoods from what i'm told yeah, pat's very optimistic I, about all these I, I neighborhoods, know, everything, all these neighborhoods are, everything's coming around it's all good it's approved don't you think <laughs> don't you think these cities are coming back like most of these it's because of our great president he said they'd be coming back and he's doing his job <laughs> i wouldn't give him credit promise no i wouldn't cat. give him credit for anything pat he's uh, the grand rapids and that's the short time i've been going there like the last eight nine years every time i go there it's a little better it is grand rapids is one of the uh cities in michigan that is thriving uh when you can compare and contrast that with flint or grand blanc oh yeah right or some parts of uh, detroit yes uh grand rapids is a uh, metropolis you're from there I'm from the Detroit area. That's right. It's sad sack, Phil. Right? <laughs> I'm not sure I've ever even been to Grand Rapids. If I'm really? You never went to the uh, Ford Museum? Honest. I don't think so. The Ger- By the way, Gerald Ford Museum, not the uh, Henry Ford. Yeah, no, that's in, in Greenfield or something. Or right. Fields, but you go to no, the I'm, Gerald Ford. And, yeah, yeah, no, I don't think I've that. ever been up there. A bunch of autographed pictures of Chevy Chase. <laughs> that's all that's there. <laughs> I gotta see that. Oh yeah, it's, it's, well, it's can I come with you in February? Yeah, you brought away. You know who's opening for me? Anybody know? Only one guy in this Jim room would, would know. Flanagan, Jim Flanagan, another Chicago guy. Yeah, who racist. I may total racist. Is, is he a no? But he's not from the South Side. Is he a South Side guy? No, he's like he went to the same high school as Toomey. Mike Toomey. Yeah, Mike Toomey. I didn't know that. Mike Toomey, friend of the show. He's been on. Uh, uh, it was our first live show, was it not? First live road show. Oh, hmm. Rosemont. No, it was at the Congress Theater. Oh, yeah. wow. Yeah, I think I do remember that. Congress Theater. It was Mike Toomey and Gary Meyer, formerly oh, yeah. of Stephen Gary, and then formerly of uh, uh, Rowan Gary. Rowan Gary, yeah. And then uh, he was on his own <laughs> with Elton Jim. Now I don't know what he's doing. Gary Meyer. Yeah, his last one was at WGN. Yeah. Uh, all right, Pat McGann is here. He's taking time away from opening up on this uh, massive world tour of Sebastian Maniscalco. I uh, don't know what he's doing in town here. I imagine taking meetings. All right, going to turn this town on his ear, <laughs> rightfully so. Coming in with his hot White Sox takes uh, that this city is uh, begging for. Why is nobody talking about Ron Kittle? <laughs> How did that get a laugh from you? You don't know. Like the I don't rhythm know. Of it. It's just the delivery. <laughs> yeah, thank you. One of the first things I ever did was in Chicago on uh, WTTW. I got this show on the air, Chicago Stand Up Project. Yeah. We had like well-known Chicagoans do stand-up, and we had Ron Kittle. You had the aforementioned Ron Kittle. <laughs> what did. are the odds wow. of that? 1983 American League Rookie of the Year. Yes, he was. And then what did he do in '84? No. Fine player. <laughs> he's a great guy. Just a, he's, he's a nice man. <laughs> Wait, so he 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 did stand-up on television? Yeah, for the first time. What would you do? Would you guys mentor them? Yes. Would, yeah, each, we just would, kinda... would each celebrity get a mentor? 
I kind of worked with them as like the comedy coach. Okay. And then we had like a host, Anna Balava, who's a WGN. Yes, she, she is. She works with Toomey. But she also does stand-up uh, on a regular does, basis, yeah. right? Yeah, and that kind of started right after that. Okay. Or right around that same time, actually. Um, well, anyway, the show was just, I mean, it was fun, but I had no business doing it. Why? <laughs> I was just, you know, a few years in, a couple years in. And then I, it was just too, it was PBS, so it was too positive. You think I'm positive? Yeah, just seen the show. The show was very positive. It's extremely. How did Ron Kittle do? He did all right. He was yeah. again. He's such a nice guy, and uh, he just told some funny stories. He was the the least nervous and the least prepared. <laughs> he really just went up there and told some long stories that okay. you're just kind of like. Okay, give yeah. me the payoff. Come on, Ronnie. <laughs> Drop some names along the way, like right. me and Al Cal Ripken on the road and things like that. It was good, though. Who else did it? So you got... Uh, we had... Um, Ron Kittle, the uh, again, 83, Rookie of the Year. Got it. Yeah. 84, fine player. Mm-hmm. We had uh, Jarrett Payton, Walter Payton's son. Good to have him out. Sure. Right? Good old <laughs> sweetnesses. Uh, Loins. Amy Freeze. She was a weather meteorologist. Not weather a real last name, person. though, right? Is that something we could agree on? She said it was, yeah. How is it spelled? Yes, yeah. And it's Come it on. Like Nobody's buying that. I pushed. Again, it was it was PBS. I could be nice. <laughs> <laughs> I had to believe it. And then we had um, Susanna Negevin. Or Susanna Holman now. She's the editor of Chicago Magazine. At that time, she was doing a... She had like a big sometimes thing. Uh, all right. Well, all these people came around after I left. It sounds like, with the exception of uh, well, I know. Uh, yeah, you know Kittle. I'm trying to think who else you would have known. Well, oh, yeah. Shawnee Davis, Olympian speed skater, right from Chicago, gold medalist. All right. He was. He was. That's a guy who, like, you realize, man, you can be kind of misrepresented in the press because he is not known to be like a warm, friendly guy. He was kind of taken down by some writers, uh, I think, at his, at his first Olympics. But this guy was, like, really good dude. Nicest guy in the world. Nice guy. But the press they want you to think otherwise. Yeah. What's his name? Shawshani? Shawnee Davis. Shawnee he was the Davis. first African-American gold medalist in the Winter Olympics, I believe. Wow. Which... But I had him on anyway, even though I'm racist. <laughs> That's uh, come on. I didn't say you were. <laughs> I didn't say you were. All right. Pat McGann is here. Uh, we're going to take a quick break. We'll come back. Hey, guys. Matt here with some dates for you. Pat McGann's on Twitter at McGannPat. That's M-C-G-A-N-N-P-A-T. And uh, go to PatMcGannComedy.com for all his dates and deets. You can uh, find out about those shows he's doing in Chicago. Actually, he hasn't mentioned it yet, but you'll find out later he's doing some shows in Chicago around Christmas at uh, Zany's. So check out PatMcGannComedy.com for the details on that. Jimmy Pardo's going to be doing uh, stand-up comedy at Penguins in Cedar Rapids, Iowa, November 9th and 10th. Go to JimmyPardo.com. For his dates and deeds, just click the tour link. You can find our sticker pack, our brand new sticker pack, designed by uh, Abbott Skelding. Uh, thank you, Abbott, for these great stickers. You can look at them and then purchase them at podswag.com. And uh, why not give uh, Three Word Trivia a follow on Twitter if you want to play the game with Elliot. That's the number three, W-R-D-T-R-I-V-I-A, at Three Word Trivia. That's where to go to play the game with Elliot. What game? You go there and find out yourself. Enjoy. I'll always remember. Hey, everybody, welcome. Way. Shut up. <laughs> welcome back to the program, episode 23K. Every kiss begins with K. And of course, every fuck ends with one. Ah, that's a Mario DiGiorgio joke that I may or may not buy off of him. 
he's probably still using it. It's Wait, a great joke, but it, I, I, every time you say that, it it feels like too angry for his. I mean, I, it does not fit his act in yeah. any way, shape, or form, which is why he should sell it to me. Yeah, you're very angry, and you I'm make very no angry, bones about and it. I make goddamn right. I say fuck like it's going out of style. He doesn't say it very often at he, all. He's like a handsome kind of wait a minute puppy dog guy. You're handsome too in your own hardened way. <laughs> what would you do? What would you spend on that joke? What would you pay for that? What would I spend on that? Not as much as it's worth. <laughs> I don't. You know what? I bought one joke in my life. And I spent fifty dollars, and uh, that seems high. <laughs> what do I? I don't know. What's the what's, Which, what was the joke you bought? You know what? That's a great question. I'm not comfortable saying what it is. To be honest with you, I'm not comfortable saying. Yeah, I feel like you've revealed on the show before what it was. What was it? Now I can't remember. Um, there may actually be two. There may actually be two. Which one are you thinking of? I'll think of it because now there's a good chance my entire act has been lost, <laughs> and I can't re- I can't pinpoint down which one no, we're talking there's, about. There's one that you've been very open about. Yeah, what was that now one? I forget what it was, and I can't even remember who it was you bought it from. Well, there was one that. Uh, oh wait a minute! Wait, wait, wait! God, it's on the tip of my tongue. Go ahead. I'm not gonna. No, no. I just keep going. I'll think of it. I worked with Jimmy once, and I we don't have anything close to the same. But I was commenting on the parking garage in Rosemont. And it's, you have to talk about it. It's that bad. Right. So Jimmy goes up and was like, hey, I, last time I was here, I did 10 minutes on the parking garage, but McGann took that club out of my bag. <laughs> so then the next show, I go, do you don't want me to hold back on the parking garage? And you're like, could you? I did not say, could you? <laughs> so I did. And then you, after that second show, you go, I think it's better when you do the joke and I make fun of you for doing it. Yeah. Okay. Very <laughs> so then I stuck with it. I don't remember telling you to, to drop the, because I, I, I drop it. I think I was just like, hey, I, if you want to do it, I won't do the I joke. I don't remember saying It yes wasn't like that. you asked me. Because that seems weird that I would. Uh... No, we were having fun. It was okay, just like. A, Jesus Because the, the funniest thing was when, when you said I took that club out of your bag. <laughs> well, you did. Cause that was Because it was one of those things where like, you know, oh, Opening the opening line, mm-hmm. or to establish character, or whatever you have to do on stage is always even as long in as I've been doing it, it's still rough to find something. So you try to find something local. Hey, yeah. Yeah, we can all relate to. So it was like, well, fuck, I got that, I got right. that parking structure thing in my. And then he does it with jokes. Mm-hmm. I just was going, hey, wasn't that awful? Well, I was there all the time. That's the thing. But, but when you, you're so right though, when you're sitting back there and you're like, oh, I don't have anything to start with, right. It's the worst feeling. Whereas, you know, comics that have what? I think I thought of it, but what is it? I don't know if you actually bought this or if you just were always saying how great it was. Well, hang on, write, you, write it down because you wanted to buy it. there's a chance that I don't want this public if it's not the right one. Uh, no, but you've talked about this on the show. Well, I want to know. Let's make sure before I uh, sign off. buy it from? I'm not comfortable. You're not even saying. You're I'm not, not giving any that. information okay, yet. Okay. Was this early Why, on? You bought jokes? You, you've sold jokes. I have not. Neither. You've never bought nor sold? No. Really? Some of those. I mean, I've sold jokes to non-comics. What does that make sense? Like uh, on stage, like you're really selling it. (laughs) 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 You're giving your all. (laughs) Exactly. Uh, Yeah, let's. uh, That that's the one that I. But I've kind of been given permission to use it. But I I feel and I always give credit to the person. I think I feel like you've been open about it. Yeah, that's the. uh, But did you pay for that? No, no, no. I've I've offered to, uh, but nobody is there to take the money. And they just, uh, yeah, you know what? They, he's fine. Okay. They're, they're fine. Right. The estate is fine. Mm-hmm. The gentleman has passed away who right. does the joke oh, or okay. did the joke. I know. Do you want to now say so it's a tribute? Joke. It's a, uh, but I do, I always say, like, uh, I always say, as Evan Davis uh, used to always say, uh, there's only two reasons anybody over the age of nine should wear their baseball cap backwards, uh, they're a professional sniper, or they're giving their buddy a blowjob. <laughs> and uh, I've actually punched that up. I mean, his version was yeah. different than that. I've punched it up. I made a little jazzier. And, uh, <laughs> Sounds punched up. It's, uh, it's a good joke. It kills every time. Yeah. It kills every time. Although in these, uh, 
these weird uh, hashtag moments we're living in. It's uh, it's not doing the big business it did <laughs> eight months ago. Well, yeah, if you really want to dissect it, you could say like, well, what do you mean? It's, it's so giving everybody a blowjob is a bad thing. Why is that funny? I, I, if you want to dissect it, certainly. But <laughs> comedy should not be dissected. Right. So stop working downtown zanies. Yeah, it kills the frog, right? All right. It does kill the frog. Yeah. Isn't that the thing? Well, who said that? I forget that. I think it was Evan Davis. <laughs> oh, my God. We stole two jokes from him now. <laughs> uh, the, the, the one that I purchased, and I'm happy to, is I no longer do it, uh, but it was part of, it was uh, Mike Schmidt, Pat Francis, and I were writing something for, oh, it's a now defunct website. And, and Greg right. Proops, myself, and two other guys were given series, animated series. And one of the stories, Pat came up with a line for that particular episode, mm-hmm. and I said, I want to use that in my stand-up, and so I bought that line. Uh, uh, I gave him some. What was line. it? Uh, it was um, the joke about me uh, being um, circumcised, mm-hmm. and, uh, I was, and I said, I was giving my uh, nephew, uh, oh, yeah. and then by nephew, I mean just a, you know, a kid I met on the internet, <laughs> and so I bought that tag, yeah. a kid I met on the internet. Right. Um, so that... Uh, is the that joke which i don't really do anymore because uh, i now have a child and it seems offensive <laughs> to talk about uh giving my nephew you a did bath. you dusted that off i did in the last that. six months somebody, i think somebody in the audience wanted it. yeah when, think, where was oh that? it was when i was doing the uh pat mcgann's here oh, right. <laughs> and we'll talk to him at some point as opposed to my act um <laughs> it was when i was doing the write down what joke you want you to tell right and i would uh go to the bucket the hat, let's go yeah. to the bucket I oh, would grab great. it. It was fun, and but it, uh, when it didn't work, boy, it wasn't fun. <laughs> when you go to the bucket, and there's one piece of paper in there. Like, really, nobody wants to play along with this premise. <laughs> but when there's a lot in there, boy, that's fun. Look at my fingers in different pies. All right, Pat McGannis here. He's a, a terrific comedian out of the Chicago land area, the Beverly uh, area, to be precise, Morgan Park, um, <laughs> which is not far from where I grew up. Mm-hmm. Uh, right? What do you? Where'd you grow up? I grew up at the corner of none of in your fucking business. You familiar with that area, Pat? <laughs> Aren't you from like Midway area? No, south of that, hometown. Okay. Grew up in hometown and then Oak Forest. So I made, uh, uh, we kept moving farther south. We uh, originally, a little more Midway, uh, Fort City. Okay. Grew up right at uh, 7601 Knox wow. Avenue yeah, and yeah. then went to uh, 8873 Corcoran. Just drove by yesterday on the what? way to Midway. That's 76 and Knox. I went down 79th Street. Did you go to, you flew out of Midway? I always do. It's, I mean, not always, but for me, it's like side streets to Midway. So wait, but is that, what is it? You got Southwest? That's like the only direct, right? Southwest. I'm starting to use United a little bit more. They love to fly. But O'Hare, man, that is, that's a haul for me. Yeah, that's a a pain in the ass for you. Uh, Midway's a little mom and pop, you know? Is it still though? It's it's kind of. It kind of is. I do a joke about getting dropped off there in a cab and they're always like, what airline? It's like. There's two doors. <laughs> I'm good. Right? Yeah, it's not that big. It's they're they're doing. It's grown. It's bigger. It's nicer. It's just like easy. I don't know anybody oh, that prefers O'Hare over that. I don't. Well, nobody prefers O'Hare over anything. Yeah, it's the worst. It's the worst uh, airport in the country, as far as I'm concerned. And I'll tell them to their face. It's like Burbank versus LAX. Why would you ever want to go to the bigger, but, more but, busy? But one? Burbank is nothing. I mean, Midway is bigger than than Burbank. And Midway used to be like that. Two doors. You. I flew into Midway once in, in like. 93, 92? It's grown oh, really? a yeah. lot since then, yeah. That was a food court. Oh, <laughs> I gotta get back there then. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you used to park in front of it like Target. You just, right? It was great. Yeah. Walk yeah. Right in. That's the way Albany, New York was. That's where I grew up and it was awesome. Oh, yeah? It's so like yeah, Peoria is that way too. You just you pull up and go, oh, I see a little bit. Yeah. There's the car, you get yeah. off the plane, you walk out. 
we took a little private plane recently. Are there, you're, are you doing private planes with no. Sebastian? No, because we're, we're rarely flying out of the same place. He is occasionally, um, but I've never been on one. That's got to be the life, huh? We didn't. It wasn't a real yeah, private it wasn't plane. That's it's like these, there's this new class where if, if like these companies kind of like they're like trying to do like uber for planes basically where they, they buy a private jet or a bunch of private jets and as long as it's under 30 seats it's not considered a commercial jet so they can just rent their own hangar and then instead of going to the terminal you go to this private hangar and you just walk in and you're like here you go and you just get on really how yeah. much is a seat it's like not that much more than a regular flight it's uh, this was like we were going to oakland and it was uh it was like 200 instead of 125 and the experience was great. Yes. It was amazing. Really? Yes. <laughs> no I, security. I wish they flew everywhere. Yeah. They fly to like six cities, but. And the pilots are drunk. Completely <laughs> <laughs> the dude did come on the PA and it was like, oh God, like he sounded like a surfer dude. I was like, no, come on. Yeah. But it was, it was, it's night and Pat, it is unbelievably night. Like we should have parked there. We took an Uber from his house, but if we, if we were to park there, you would walk out and within 30 seconds, you would be in your car. Like yeah. it was that Wow, it's crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. That's a life, huh? I'd, well, for this one trip. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm not doing it on the reg. I'm not Sebastian. <laughs> doing it on the reg. Uh, all right, Pat McGann is here. Now, Pat also had a ter- uh, over the uh, New Year's, the, uh, the, what was it called? The pre-taped oh, yeah, New that, Year's Eve special? Yeah. Did I get that right? The title right? Yeah, it was, uh, it was it, what was the official? Yeah, I think it was pre-taped New Year's Eve special. On WGN. Uh, no, it was not w- Channel 7. It was WCIU. Was I got even more wrong. local, <laughs> <laughs> even smaller. Jimmy, think smaller. I, 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 I was giving you better than the doubt. I thought I heard about PBS earlier. I thought yeah, you were going. Right. Uh, and what was the premise of that? It was just a, a, a hyper local, funny New Year's Eve special. It was like an hour special, and just we didn't have any guests. We did a lot of sketch stuff, and just it was ridiculous. And but who, it was fun. Who, uh, Jim Flanagan helped Jim you write Flanagan, that. Dwayne Kennedy was a big part of that. Of course. Um, Chicago Staple. Andy Woodhull. Emily Galati. Yeah, it was like Wait, a bunch of great people. people. Yeah, it was, it was a good uh, good team. That's the new class in Chicago, isn't it? That's the post-Kyle Kinane, Pete Holmes. I would male. say Kevin Bozeman as well. Um, Bozeman. Chicago's funny. It refreshes Bo- Bo- itself. Bozeman's been doing it. Oh, he's been doing it a long time. But I'm yeah. just saying, like, that's kind of who I hang with. It's in terms of, like, the the turnover in the city, the people that are... To me, I, I was never really part of like a clique like that. And when I started, I was 31 and had a day job, like career. Right. So I was like in and out, like hit the stage, go home. I never really hung. Um, but the people that I kind of came up with, I regret a little bit, but people I came up with, like Mike Leibovitz, um, Hannibal had just left when I was just about to leave when I when I started but he was he was I never hung out with him a lot but he was very friendly to me and I'd see him all the time mm-hmm. and he, I opened for him a couple of times and he's a good dude he's done a lot for the Chicago scene he's I believe back there is he back there really yeah he's doing some benefit show for uh Mike Alexander's uh documentary yeah laugh till you're winded laugh till you're winded which I get they're connecting Windy City and laugh but <laughs> do people say laugh till you're winded <laughs> It's a hot um, new phrase. I am honored to be uh, in that movie, and uh, I'm in it as well. Michael's an I love Michael. No, come on, he's my buddy. You want to shit on him? You go. You I am on not. Time. You say that a, he. We have worked together. We Thanks did a, a 40th anniversary video for Zanies that Michael shot, and no, he's so funny and talented, and but just laugh till your window yeah. is not. You know who says that? <laughs> Nobody. <laughs> 
at a human being. All right, let's go around the horn. Let's say hello to uh, over there at the Pop Culture Beast Info Desk, sponsored by Dogpile.com. That's Garen Cockrell. Hi, Garen. Hello. Now, Garen, I can't tell what I can't tell if it's a Pink Floyd or a Star Trek shirt or neither from the angle I'm at. It's neither. Okay. It's a uh, shirt. Yeah. From somewhere. Yeah. yeah. Or something. Gift of some sort of. Not Abercrombie. I don't shop there. I'm not an animal. Uh, <laughs> why, why does that make you an animal? Abercrombie? Right. Yeah, they're bad news. Why are they bad news? I mean, obviously, you, you got those shirtless guys out front that well, make me not The thing is that the hiring practice. Well, Garen, go ahead. Well, that's the good news that the models that stand oh. outside, but they're just not a great store. They, they don't. I've never been one in my life. I, those two dudes in, out there with their shirts off make me uh, feel very unwelcome. It, they could have changed over the years, but in the past, walking in there smells like you're walking into a date rape. It just <laughs> smells very just, weird. Hey, I wore woods in high school. What was like their signature? Oh, their oh, oh, cologne, cologne or whatever. Wow. Woods. Did you wear? You wore cologne as late as high school, huh? I think so. I don't wear it anymore. I think I wore it until like maybe a little bit in college. Well, I was never a big Abercrombie guy. It's, it's so loud in there too. It's just like it's yeah, not it's a not good pleasant. experience. It's like a rave in there, right? Yeah. Jimmy, uh, yeah. Do you remember these guys? Might not remember because they're not. Or, well, G- G- Elliot, Mike, but Abercrombie and Fitch was like a weird, like stuffy old guy store with like gadgets. Like they had clothes, but they also. I had, don't remember. You that. don't remember? No, that? I yeah. do not. Oh my god! It was more like it was like a like a travel store. It was kind of like Sharper Image, but without the like high tech. It was more like but outdoorsy ish. Yeah, right? like kind of old school really? vibes. Yeah, yeah it does was, sound familiar. I, as a kid, I just remember one thing very vividly, which is they sold this like tiny motorcycle. It was like a real motorcycle. It really worked. You could ride it, but it was only like that big. Oh, right. <laughs> and uh, and you, so you would kind of get on it like a, almost like you were in the circus or something. But they sold it and like you'd go in the store and it's like $3,000. It was just sitting there and it's like, God, I want that fucking motorcycle. <laughs> so cool looking. Would you buy it today now that you have the money? No. It's ridiculous, right? It's stupid. I mean, I don't know who it was for, really. Like, it looked like it was the size of a child's thing, but a child could not ride it because it was like a, a, a serious. You don't machine. mean penis when you say thing, right? <laughs> yeah. I feel like Matt, what you're saying is the people who would buy it are the people who own those now, who are now the Abercrombie and Fitch market. I, maybe, yeah, maybe that's how they evolved. They were yeah. just like, okay, what's the? Is it a little silver spoonsy? Yes, it was very silver spoon. Yes, that's a perfect way to put it. Like they would sell the indoor train like life-size train right. thing that could set up in your mansion the great rick schroeder yes. that was a great show you enjoyed that program pat i mean that was in my wheelhouse at that time i was like that age and I my sister had like ricky schroeder all over her bedroom and handsome kid yeah terrific champ. actor champ. Champ. john voight that was a great movie wasn't it does it hold up oh i don't think so <laughs> i liked it at the time I, I loved it at the time i think i sobbed my eyes out right is that possible do you show your son movies that you loved it he doesn't care not at all. He, yeah, uh, I, I, I keep hope. I keep waiting for the day that he flips to the movies with narrative, and it's either crazy slapstick. He loved Airplane, so that that answers yeah. your question. That one is one, but it's comic books, superhero, and you know, uh, silly comedy. You know, uh, Daddy's Home or whatever that you know, the Mark Wahlberg type, you know, Will mm-hmm. Ferrell stuff. I just watched uh, Goonies with my kids, and they were they were kind of into it. How old are your kids? Uh, six, five, four. Hmm, yeah boy that's fast so we're starting to like i'm trying to think of movies yeah right that like i won't mind sitting through either they like goonies they did yeah i think my my six-year-old would be scared of that i think how many Uh, you have i have two six and ten nice yeah i don't i can't remember what oliver's review of goonies was i remember what mine was 
<laughs> I, I loved it as a guy. Speaking of like gadgets, I don't know why gadgets were such a big deal in the eighties, but just the fact that that kid had all that stuff on his belt was so cool. Right. It was like the coolest thing in the world. What it's year did that come out? Okay. Jeez, uh, shut the fuck. We're not talking about your shirt anymore. <laughs> yeah, data. What year? Eighty seven. That might be late, actually. They did have that a lot in those movies, like the gadgets, like like would open the fence or open the right. You know, all those movies, they were, yeah, were in the, the, yeah. the gadget stuff. You're right. I know, it was crazy. 85. 85, okay, so I was 11. I was too old for it. Yeah. I was, I was yeah. literally yeah. like just a year or two too old. I was nine. Were you really? Were I you? was into that Goonies and what else was there around there? Gremlins. Was, oh, yeah. All the that one I won't show to my kids yet. Yeah, that's that, scary, right? I've heard that's a little scary. Also, a fan. we were talking about this recently, whether my daughter could watch that. A fan tipped me off. That uh, there is something in the first Gremlins where someone says that Santa doesn't exist. And so if you have kids that still believe in Santa, don't watch Gremlins. Oh, yeah. I never remember that scene, but it's it's a little terrifying. Yeah. It's about her dad it's like dying a, it, in the chimney or something. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's... I don't remember that at so, all. Yeah. They take it a step further. Yeah. I'm telling you, there's I no know. Santa. <laughs> <They're> like, <laughs> We're going to prove it. There's a, there's, a, there's a weird, there's a video where they actually analyze that scene and how the male character, I don't remember his name, like totally doesn't even react to this very heartfelt, bizarre story about why she doesn't like Christmas, which is the pivotal thing about the entire story of Gremlins. Because she doesn't like Christmas, there's this whole thing that happens. Right. And so it's like if you watch that scene in isolation, it it makes zero sense. Oh, it's, wow. it's bizarre. Huh. It's his microphone on. Yeah. <laughs> you just you're probably just like now at this point your brain is like wishing it weren't. No, no, that's not <laughs> it's it's like just, noise canceling. It sounded like it sounded like I was we were hearing him through like yeah. Pat's microphone. Yeah, it's a little quiet, but what do you but what right, do you, you you don't want the alternative. No you're <laughs> right, I don't. In all honesty, that might be my favorite recurring thing on the show is when Elliot gets to turn his mic on. <laughs> it's crazy how often it happens. <laughs> I don't disagree with you, Garrett. And why is it? It's because your mic isn't loud in your headphones? No. I, I, I mean, I, I can't hear myself. Like, you can hear us regularly, sure. but but, you, but you yourself For, you don't hear? Apparently. It doesn't make any sense. But I like, don't understand it either. Yeah, it's very but strange. He should be doing what I should be doing, or he's doing what I should be doing, which is to clicking my mic off. Right. Because I'm typing and yeah. that comes through, but I never remember to do it. Right. You don't remember to vacuum. We've asked you 12 times. <laughs> I did remember that when I came in. So I was like, yeah, Paula Poundstone's here talking about how clean this place was. Well, don't look under the table, Paula. It's a, <laughs> it's a filth hole because Garen won't do his fucking job. Yeah. He's got three things to do. Show up, type, and vacuum. <laughs> Way to blow that we recorded two today, Jimmy. Sounds like oh, you sound like the guy in nine to five. <laughs> you got three things to do. Show up. What was it? Oh, I said uh, type and vacuum. And vacuum. Yeah. Is that Dabney Coleman? Dabney Coleman. Yeah. The great Dabney Coleman. He went on to be Buffalo somebody. Was it Buffalo Bill? Bill? Buffalo. Wasn't it his TV show? Maybe I'm wrong. Oh. I'm, uh, he did have a TV show. Buffalo. It was half for a while. Cloak and Dagger. No, Buffalo something. I think you're I remember right. he had a show. But it's yeah. another 80s I movie. I liked him. It has gadgets. They hook up the car door opener to pick, string them up in oh, the yeah. bedroom. And yeah. I, that was very interesting to me as a kid. I was like, oh, that's cool. Major Dad? Is that what you're trying to think of? No, no. that's Gerald. Oh, that's oh, that's Rainy. God damn it. <laughs> he, I think he was on that show. What was it? Who? I'm almost positive. Dabney right. Coleman. Yeah. It's called Buffalo Bill or Buffalo. Okay, I believe you. And if it's not, I'll give you all a dollar. Great. Uh, don't, don't take that bet. There's no Buffalo anything. Oh, what's uh, it called? Then? I, I I disagree. Uh, I show uh, from 1983 to 1984, Dabney Coleman in a show called Buffalo Bill. Thank w- you. Why is it on his Wikipedia? Because he's embarrassed of it. <laughs> yeah, it only lasted for one season. Clearly, it was it, he was an the character was an asshole, and uh, so uh, people did not uh, I, like it would it would kill today. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, Radio personality uses his peers to try to get his way is the summary of the show. He was always an asshole. Why was that? Uh, I, for some reason, America did not take to it on a weekly basis. <laughs> But they would today. That's an example of someone who, he because he played an asshole, I didn't like him, the the, the real person. I right. thought mm. he was not a good person, but he probably was. Oh, he's a sweetheart. He's, <laughs> he's probably one of those guys, too. Like, yeah, yeah. you know who's a sweetheart? Dabney Coleman. Oh so Nicest guy you'll man. meet. Yeah. yeah, he plays the curmudgeon. Oh, boy, oh, boy. He's still alive? He must be. Yeah, oh, of course. He's great, too. Working he had a career. Yeah. He's 86. Je- Jesus oh, wow. Christ. Is wow. he really? Yeah. Looks horrible. <laughs> <laughs> still with mustache? Oh, I don't know. I There's think no so. recent Actually, picks. I think he still has a mustache. I just saw him something. In, in but I think he's bald. I think he's got like, yeah. or, or if he's not bald, that's like just a couple of wisps. Mm-hmm. Gray and wispy. Yeah. Uh, what do you got? Show a picture of us uh, uh, for us since you seem to be able to. I get love the, when you see these guys pop up on. on these shows and all of a sudden like. Right. Some of these dramatic actors and actresses that you haven't seen forever. He was definitely on Ray Donovan. Like that major dad guy was in House of Cards, wasn't right, he? Right, yeah. I was like, how do I know this guy? Yeah. Oh, Can you shit. see that from where you are? I didn't watch House of Cards. No. I didn't watch no. Major Dad. I just knew. <laughs> right, right. Exactly. You recognize him. Yeah. Well, he was also on Simon and Simon, right? No. Oh, yeah, right, right. right. Do you know who he played? Simon. That's right. <laughs> um, do you guys want to keep talking? Or? <laughs> how about that? Is that better? All right, Pat, grab that phone from him so I can yeah. uh, see what, uh, what he looks it. like. Hey, don't smash my phone. Oh, wow. Let me see. I mean, yeah, that's him. Is that is that this picture there. you guys have? Wow. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh boy. Let me see. Let me. He looks. Glad to see he's finally. What do you want finally got him? a star yeah, though. He aged like a human. Good for him. Yeah. Yeah. Oof. But if you saw, like, he, if you, you could have, you could have been standing next to him at Ralph's today and not known it was Dabney Coleman. Uh, it'd be, it'd be a hard call. Probably the most interesting thing about that photograph is that he apparently got his star on the Walk of Fame like this year. Yeah. <laughs> Why? Like, what was the, what, on what occasion did they decide to finally let Dabney Coleman in the club? <laughs> but you really want to know because they finally collected enough money. And, oh, is that know, what it was? Yeah, if I, to be him for a minute and start the fun out of the room. But it seems like they almost always those they they, they, they align something. with some publicity thing. Maybe he released well, a book. Well, Walters, Walters. Oh, that's true. This yeah. was time. Right. That one was due, though. Yeah. Everybody from Star Trek but him had but those, him right? Had one, right. But this guy. And everybody from Major Dad. <laughs> yeah, they're like waiting around. Dad. Damn it. The only guy. Uh, all right. Pat McGann is here. What else is going on, Garen? Guess what? I don't need. <laughs> Just put these on to talk. <laughs> like an asshole. What are you, a senator? <laughs> yeah, right. That's exactly. Hey, hang on a second there. Mr. Kavanaugh. <laughs> Is it on? Is the machine on? <laughs> Please explain to us what the four Fs mean. <laughs> Assholes. What, uh, Garen, anything else going on? Uh, nothing much. We got some retweets from Yoko Ono. What now? What? What? Pop Culture Beast, yes. Oh, you. Oh. You said yeah. we. Stop saying we. This and is also, your job. We're we. Are we. In terms of and also, don't, you know, no, no big news and... Yeah, you know what? Yeah, you're a terrible setup guy. <laughs> you you get our hopes up with Yoko Ono, and then uh, like, oh, we got some uh, retweets from Yoko Ono over at Pop Culture Beat. So, Don't sorry. What did what did Yoko Ono retweet? So one of my writers did a review of some release they put out, "Give Me Love" or something like that, and uh, they loved it. Retweeted it. That one and the John Lennon Twitter account posthumously wow. retweeted it. So so then Yoko Ono. Retweeted. So some publicist in a room. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. She's got 4 million followers or something crazy like that. Yoko? Yoko. Wow. Did you see an uptick in the uh, in eyeballs? I went to our Facebook feed and I was like, to our group for the writers, and I was like, hey, get ready for some hits. They're coming. <laughs> they have yet to show up. Really? <laughs> yeah. Seems surprising. You would think mm-hmm. that the people would 4 million, I think you get at least 12. That that are, you would think so. That are coming, Jim. 
The Yoko Onos. Uh, all right. Anything else besides uh, this big news that turned out to be another fizzle? <laughs> <laughs> no, I saw Dear Evan, ha- Dear Evan Hansen on Friday. You saw Dear Evan Hansen. All right, yeah. we can't talk about it because I'm not. Gonna, I'm going to see it next week. I got a celebrity sighting from a from a listener. Pat, we play a game on this show called Celebrity Sighting. In fact, here's a song to prove it. Celebrity sighting. All right, uh, Pat. The premise here is that uh, somebody saw a celebrity out in the wild, and we guess, and we guess. So you're saying I've I listened? Oh, okay. I'm sorry to sorry to bother you with the explanation. Then <laughs> a, a, a a listener saw a celebrity and sent it into you. This uh, this person on Twitter said, "I wish I could play because I had a celebrity sighting." Okay. So I told Garen, "Follow up with this guy. Okay. Let's find out who it was because okay. uh, let's a give this guy a little thrill that we give a shit. Right. <laughs> B, uh, I, uh, we got began in here. We don't know what kind of thing he's going to come in with. But before we get to that, Karen, we're not going to talk about Dear Evan Hansen, the, the show, but that was the opening night of the show, right? Did you see anyone there? I didn't. Huh. Well, apparently, there was a huge celebrity there that I did not see. Who? Well, you were in the Mez, right? So maybe that they were down. I was in the first row Mez, which are actually fantastic. fantastic. Those are great seats. Unbelievable, yeah. And you were in the Mez too, were you not? Yeah, I was like, uh, I don't know, what was I, J or L or something? That's what we are, and that's okay. It's okay, but it's not, yeah. It's it's fine. Pat, you ever go to the theaters? Just if that's just alone. I just had to go for it. That would have been amazing. Yeah, it, would. it would have been amazing. Yeah. Stolen? yeah. All right. Game's over. <laughs> What's the last play you saw, Pat? Do you, you and the family go? Do you, you got the, the kids? You don't have time to get to the theater. I have not gone. When was the last time? I, the last play I saw, I took my daughter to New York City this summer. We went to see Aladdin, Broadway. Show. Nice. It's supposed to be great. Was it, it great? It was good. Really good. I like to go to the shows. I have not seen Hamilton. Mm. You're the one person. this here. And it's gone. It left they Chicago, left, right? Oh, did it leave I'm Chicago? Yeah, they closed that. Yeah. I just uh, couldn't get to it. Before that, though, like more like an adult one. Book of Mormon I saw a few when, I, when that was coming through. That's great. I'm trying to think what else. I'll think about it. I like to go to the theater, though. It's the greatest. Yeah. Love it. It's tough here. when your kids are young. Yeah, you got to sometimes take a break too bad take a break <laughs> that's from hamilton that's from hamilton uh pat uh, answer me this question because i don't follow the national football league but i understand the bears were playing the patriots this past weekend uh and that at one point they were ahead did they end up winning they lost which team the bears lost okay to the patriots i think it was like it was a high scoring game i missed the uh, i was on the flight here i see but it was a uh, high scoring they couldn't stop him. I think the Patriots had like two special teams touchdowns. Yeah, they returned a kick. They blocked the punt and brought the punt. Oh. They blocked into the end zone. Like so stuff that two. doesn't generally happen? Right. I don't follow football. The I, intangibles. I, oh, okay. All right. All right. Thank you. <laughs> thank, thank you, Mike Nort. Mike Nort's, gonna, uh, Mike Nort's a guy over there on the uh, radio. That mm-hmm. guy's got a lot of thoughts on them. Is he still on the air over there, Mike North? No, I don't think he is. He was doing some. He was doing something uh, like a year ago, but he, uh, then he went away again. Yeah, we, yeah. Uh, we love Mike North. Good a lot guy. of retreads in uh, Chicago, huh? They like to dig him back up, don't they? Oh my goodness! As Mike Schmidt said, uh, especially in, if you ever play, if you played for the '84 Bears, it was '84, '85. '85. If you played for the '85 Bears, you got a job for life. No kidding. <laughs> like still. it th- doesn't matter. Still, like my dad called me the, the other day. Guess who's at Jewel? <laughs> Who? Kevin Butler. Oh, it's about butthead over there. Yeah, there's there's a my buddy. Who I, when, you know, after school I was living with guys, college buddies and stuff. One of the guys was like a friend of a friend. He from California. He like gave us perspective on it. like every week, 
even out of season, there's an 85 Bears reference. Like, you can't avoid it. And it's embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is. It really is. It really is. Well, there was a guy, we bring it up all the time on this show, uh, a, friend, a friend of both Mike Schmidt and I. They uh, go, yeah, we got a brand new deck. Uh, we saw the commercial with Willie Galt. We said, that's our guy. Oh, <laughs> you bought a fucking deck because a Bears player got paid a thousand bucks to go, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> we got to use that company. <laughs> Willie Galt. Oh, Ditka is like right. still, it, it, and he's, even though he's, he's not seen like a good guy at all, no. and his thoughts are wrong on everything. Right, but still, that guy comes in; he's the king, chewing gum. Right, he's like Isaac again. He 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 commandeered a team that you could have uh, coached that mm-hmm. would have made it the World Series mm-hmm. or Super Bowl in that case. I think Ozzie Gian, I think if you managed that uh, 2005 team, you they would have still made the World Series, Pat. That's my point. Yeah, maybe they were that good of a team. I never really looked at Ozzy that way, but yeah, you you might be right. You're there. a big Ozzy fan. You love Ozzy Gian. That's well, your favorite player of all time. <laughs> Not favorite player of all time, but no, I do like him. Love him. You know who hates him? Our friend Mike Toomey. Oh, I know. There's not a player. <laughs> oh, I know. I know. We've had this conversation. Well, he had a big mouth, and that's not Mike's style at all. No. Ozzy would always, yeah, I didn't dig all that either. Um, yeah, I was never a fan. I didn't like him as a player. Certainly didn't like him as a manager. And I'll talk about it right after this. Uh, <laughs> all right, Garen, who's your K actor? Wait, what about the celebrity side? Oh, yeah, shit. I forgot we are playing a game. <laughs> I got so wrapped up in the 85 Bears. All right, so, Garen, you know this. You're going to play, you're gonna play uh, the part. Yeah, I'm the... I saw them. Okay, we're not doing. We're not doing the, the betting thing on that. Hell no, I hate that. Yeah. Oh, okay, it's a double. What, what do you What do you hate about it? I don't like betting on guessing a celebrity's name. It doesn't seem right. But that's the the premise is that's that's what gambling is. No, the other way, it's like you're making educated guesses or whatever, mm. or you know it. It's like you're getting rewarded There's for odds. knowing trivia. You don't know what year somebody's born. No, but how is that any different? It's it's, it's different than being like well, that, that's very different than being like oh, who did you see at the movie theater? That's like totally random. That's a good point. Yeah. All right, I'll take that. You know who I saw? Kevin Butler. <laughs> oh my God, <laughs> he was at the Jewel. Your dad, your dad was there, and then give you he called you. Yeah, I was actually on the phone with him already, and oh. then he's like, "Oh gosh, guess who's here?" <laughs> and was he sitting at a table like signing autographs, or was he just shopping? He was. Uh, he was not there for a public appearance. He was just shopping. Yeah. Well, that's all right then. Yeah. Right? But uh, if he's at a table, that's sad in 2018, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. But that Kevin? happens, dude. That's still right? happening, Jimmy. They are at, they're at Macy's signing and stuff. They're everywhere. Uh, that's why I moved. What? Uh, <laughs> all right. Garen, where, where did you see this person? Uh, I was at a bookstore. So, it's, it's two. Two celebrities? Two celebrities. Were they together? They were together. Are they a couple? I don't think so. Okay. No. Are but, they friends? I mean, because they were together. Yeah, they Is were. Is it two men? Yes. Two DeVito men. DeVito and Schwarzenegger. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Is it Tom Arnold? Yes. Tom Arnold and Schwarzenegger. No. All right, hang on. So two friends, celebrities, are they bookstore. Are they actors? Yes. And, okay. And, and they, so it's not the Glimmer Twins. And they weren't, they weren't there for, a, for some kind of function. They were there just shopping or whatever. No, nope. shopping it. as friends. Living Are they under life. the age of thirty? Because if so, I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> I believe they're they're in their thirties. In their thirties, have so they worked the together? Fence. I guess. I'll Do stay. they work together? Have they worked together? Yes, I believe they've Car- just recently worked together on a, on a movie. Yes, they recently worked together on okay. a movie. A couple of dudes, okay. Leonardo DiCaprio. <clears throat> I'll it- give you a little hint in terms of that. <laughs> they weren't both acting. Ah. James Franco and 
someone else. <laughs> no. One of his buddies. Danny McBride and his uh, director buddy. Nope. David Gordon Green. So one of them sure. wasn't acting and the other one was. So maybe one was directing. That's a good theory. Oh, John Favreau and, and, and the other guy, uh, Downey Jr. No. Damn it. Well, they're in their 30s, so. Wait a minute. Is, is, it, is Jonah Hill one of them? Nope. Pat. It's not me and Sebastian, is it? Are you guys doing this? <laughs> Pat, you are not a celebrity. You, that, 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 you should take yourself out of the equation. And, so, and some people don't even know who Sebastian is, for that matter. It was a joke, Jimmy. I don't really appreciate your humor. That might fly on the south side. It's not your cup of tea. It is a crazy, just to pause this game for a second, it's a crazy time we live in that uh, someone can sell out Madison Square Garden four nights and also not be a household name. You know what I mean? Like he's famous. Obviously, right. people know him enough to buy tickets to his show. But I don't think my mom knows him. Whereas like even my mom knew who Dice Clay was. She didn't like him. But like when he was selling out Madison Square Garden, everyone knew who Dice Clay was. Here's an even weirder thing about Sebastian. Uh, guess how many Twitter followers he has. I can think I kind of already. Uh, you think Is it like weirdly low for is that what you're saying? I'm not going to answer that question. I'm going to say. I am going to show you that I have ways. Okay. <laughs> oh, wow. This looks like you've got a good route home. I hit the wrong thing. Uh, but I'm going to say uh, 350,000. Okay, Pat, do you know how many he has? No. Uh, do you want to take a guess? That Wait, you got to do this then. 200? No. Here we go. Oh, God. I, I just hate going. I hate gambling in general. But that's why we have the chips now. This doesn't change the fact that I'm competitive and hate losing. Grab a chip for Pat. Thank you, sir. All right, there we go. I, I knew it. By the way, I was wrong. It's uh, but it, but my point still stands. Okay. Uh, a so, rare Jimmy not betting bet. Well, I can't. I can't I do it. I, although I should have, because I was. Uh, you were wrong. But. I would have lost. <laughs> what do you got? Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna say two hundred and ten thousand. Sebastian Meniscalco. You're saying two hundred ten thousand. Yeah. But you're again. You're basing that on me. Yes. The whole premise yes. being. And then you're like wrong. Twelve million. <laughs> go ahead, Pat. 250. 250. Elliot. I don't know what to guess on this, but I'm going to say uh, 436,000. Okay. Garen. Matt, what did you say again? 210. I'm going to say f- 550. 550. Now, we have fr- friends of ours have a million followers. Mm-hmm. Paul F. Tompkins has a million followers. Uh, oh, does he? I don't know. He's got a million followers. Other people. Okay. Sebastian has 142,000. Holy crap. Wow. I find that. Wait, does that mean I win? Um, uh, yeah, <laughs> I find that amazingly low. Yeah, that's right. But gambling. the important thing is, I won. <laughs> For a guy that's selling out Madison Square Garden, that's crazy. It just means he doesn't use it. Like, yeah, he's not. A, I think he's more Instagram. If you go to Instagram, he's. Probably oh, is that right? Yeah. Okay. Here, so, yeah, I'll, I'll, look at, I'll look that up. He got called out from the Rock on Instagram. Oh my God! For what? Just randomly, you talk about like something happening that you can't put a dollar value on. Just out of nowhere, the Rock tweeted or. Uh, Put it on Instagram, tagged him, was like, should be asleep, can't go to bed, still watching. And it just like, oh it was a boy. big boost. He was watching Sebastian's special. And then he uh, just wasn't For, asked, you know, just which one randomly. Which was eating pasta? I think it was, uh, it was the, whatever the most recent one is, I think. Because yeah. he, he did a Netflix one, but it hasn't dropped yet. It hasn't come out yet. Still not as high as you would think, but it's it's higher. Th- 361,000. It's not. I, I'm amazed at how low that is. But again, yeah. maybe he's not. Uh, 
But but that just speaks to like this fucking town that we live in. Like we talked about, it's like people always go, well, "How many followers do you have?" Right. Sebastian it proves it doesn't matter. Right. Exactly. It doesn't matter well, because the real world doesn't give a shit about Twitter. Like the actual people out in the world. That's it's just like this. It's like we're in this weird bubble where that tell the trolls they want to attack me every time I say the wrong thing. <laughs> but that, that's did just, you mean there or there? You know what I fucking meant. Some tiny little group. You know what I mean? Like there's yeah. like a cluster of sucks you in though. Yeah, oh, does suck you does. in. Boy, oh boy, pet. You're telling me. But you're good on there. You're a good follow on Twitter. You say funny things. Occasionally, but I'm not good at Twitter. I mean, I no, can't. but you say funny things, and that's and, and myself included, that's a rarity these days. Most of it is just commenting on the shitstorm we're living. And, yeah. You know, you're giving your opinion on that, but you you at least still, John Quainton's another one, still quote, you're, you're crafting mm-hmm. a joke and putting mm-hmm. it out there. Instagram is a much friendlier place I agree. it's a nice give it a year it's a better environment yeah it, it's maybe. A, yeah like I, I quit twitter last summer and it never really I, I had an instagram account but i wasn't using it and so i started just because i was i was trying to get away from the addiction of twitter but and then i just transferred it right over to instagram yeah <laughs> so now i just only use that and it is less negative but it's still as insidious in the way that it sort of like makes you I, the thing I hate about social media is that it makes you know things that you don't need to know about people. It's like, I don't need to know this much about this casual acquaintance. Right. Like, this is way too much. And like, but there's no way to extract that. I don't know. Like you can't have, there's no, there's no experience. If you take that out of it, that's all it is kind of, but it's so filtered too. And it's all, yeah. Yeah. The social media game is not, uh, but we have to do it in this fucking business. Gotta, so play, it, gotta play the game. All right, so Everybody we've settled it. It wasn't Sebastian and Pat. No. All right, what, are these people, do Do they do comedy? Uh, Is it I John C. Riley? No. Damn it. No, they're, they're, he's younger than that. They're in their 30s. They've been in two movies together, mm-hmm. and one movie that the other one directed, the other one appears in. Mm-hmm. And it's this guy's first directorial And that came effort. out this year? It may not even be out yet, or it may have just uh, come out. So it's not. And you're sure it's not Jonah Hill? <laughs> I'm 100% sure it's not Jonah Hill. And it's not Brad Cooper? No. Oh, that's a good guess. Hmm. Was it Jay Gordon Levitt? No, that's a good guess. What, uh, what part of the world? They're from here. But where was the bookstore? In New York. Ah, very good. Thank you. Chadwick Boseman? No. Hmm. These, boy, these are good guesses. Hmm. So they've at least one of them has been mentioned in the show frequently today. Toby no, Maguire. I don't think today. No, you're not. Toby Maguire's a little older than that, though, right? That far off. But he's not far off, Elliot. Hmm. He's in that like that, DiCaprio that crew generation. Yeah. Oh, that generation. Okay, yeah. okay. What about that Kevin from uh, one Entourage. of them is in that generation? What's his name? What is that yep. guy's name? Mm. The care. ginger from Entourage. <laughs> yeah, he was also in that uh, that uh, WB show with the. Uh, Cox, that girl, whatever her last name. Kevin Connolly. Courtney Cox. Kevin Conway. Oh, yeah. Connolly. 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 Kevin Connolly. Yeah. Kevin Connolly. Con- yeah, Kevin. Tim? Is this no. person like a household? They were like yeah. big stars, both of them. One of them is a huge star. Okay. The other one, you know him. Huge star. Huge star. Yeah. As a, as a huge star, let's just talk about the huge. This doing two people makes this harder. Even yeah, it does. It does. Con- concentrate on, on the let's focus guy. focus on the huge star. Is this person? been in a marvel movie mm. they're not in the mcu any it, mcu including netflix uh no no fuck that <laughs> i believe be i will confirm but i believe he is currently filming one oh, but he has not appeared yet so he's not been a superhero yet correct interesting he he has he been, ever done television he may have been up for it a couple of times seth rogan 
No. He hit me about television. Yeah, he was. That's already released. I, I, I guess I guess that. Oh, you did? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> not done television. So this is, this is a movie star. He's a, Oh, he's definitely a movie this star. This guy's a movie star. Handsome. Yeah. Handsome? Yes. Matinee idol. Yeah, oh, yes. Caucasian? Yes. God damn about it. About to be in a Marvel. Um, is he, is I, he in the Star Wars universe? No. Uh, okay. Dramas or comedies? Prim- primarily dramas. Oh, God, I know who this is. Dramas. Elliot knows that. That's not to say he hasn't done a funny film. There, there, there is one person, and I can't pull. Is it Mark Wahlberg? No. We said The Rock earlier in a conversation, but we didn't guess him. No, not The Rock. Damn it! It's somebody. It's somebody less muscular than The Rock. Is this guy muscular? Well, that's everybody. (laughs) How is that helpful? (laughs) So he's less muscular than the most muscular person. (laughs) Yep. yep, Okay. I'm gonna gonna stake my claim. Dumber than Donald John Cena. (laughs) Smarter. Damn! I just did my own joke wrong. God damn it! Wait, wait. What? What did I ask? And what did you say the answer was? You asked if he's muscular, and I said he's he has been. He has been muscular. He but may have been muscular for roles. Do you know who's surprisingly muscular is uh, Chidi? Chidi. Chidi. Yeah, we were talking about Jesus Christ! Nobody really? expected those yes. pecs. Nobody uh, expected those good place? pecs. Did you watch the Good Place? Uh, there's a nerd. The character is like basically a nerd. He's like a philosophy professor. And uh, just this past episode, he kind of went nuts and ripped his shirt off, and he's completely fucking ripped. ripped. Like, like, oh, like really? giant pecs, like six pack abs, like eight pack. The fact like, that you two crazy. were talking about that, and I brought yeah. it up, all three of that. us were talking oh, about yeah. it. Yeah, it was crazy. That is unbelievable. I There's mean, articles impressive. about it. Impressive. There's articles about it. Yeah, it, it's how is it, how did they wait this long for him to take his shirt off? Didn't you hear when we when you came in, we were talking about how it's not believable to the or someone was saying it's not believable that that character would be that ripped. Right, and we were trying Which to figure like, whatever. Because yeah, from from the perspective of what uh, you know, what I'm actually gonna I'm gonna contradict what I just said. They should have never had him take his shirt off because yeah. now because I it's almost like Don Cheadle. I know those names are similar. Yeah, when you, you see Don Cheadle in person, he's nothing. He's a fucking yeah, machine. Yeah, yeah, and it doesn't uh, doesn't jive with his doesn't yeah. translate. Not for me, Pat. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's not cheaty. Has this guy ever been nominated or, or for an Oscar? Yes, he has mm-hmm. more than has he ever won. I do not think he's won. Okay. He's been nominated for one Academy Award. For what movie? No. Damn it. <laughs> Come on, that's going to make it too did we, did we already say the guy who's playing well, This has uh, to Dick end Cheney? at some point. What? He's, it is not him. Okay. Is, did we guess Brad Pitt? It seems too it's obvious. It's not Brad Pitt. Well, who's it's that 30s, younger, right? 30s. 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 Yeah. So Hang on, my brain is freezing. Who's playing, who's playing Dick Cheney? It's what's his name? The uh, guy. Uh, Christian Bale. Thank you. Right. He's uh, been nominated for two Golden Globes. Rightfully okay. so, he deserves it. He's talented. Two BAFTAs. He won a third BAFTA. Is he American? He is American. He's an American man. He's an American man. <laughs> from a family of Hollywood folks. Oh, he's from oh, a family of Hollywood folks. He's that, royalty. Damn. It seems like that should be a good clue. That's it a really does. good clue. Is it, is it uh, Kirk Douglas is one of his kids? No. No. Dickhead. <laughs> 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 this is what if, if Michael Douglas isn't in his 30s. Is not there Kirk another I'm sorry, Douglas? That's not, what I meant. that's not who I meant. I'm sorry. I said the wrong name. What I meant was um, <laughs> you're right. That's the best use of dickhead since I was in eighth grade. Can I be honest? I was <laughs> quoting the this is going to be so if any of you know this, it's incredible. The very end of the movie, like father, like son with Kirk Cameron and uh, was it Dudley, Dudley Moore? Moore? Yeah. The very end they pass. If you don't know the movie, it's one of those body swap things where the father and the son switch bodies at the very end they pass the curse of being swapped to the asshole jock and his asshole dad and just the end the dad goes the dad's like a old gray old man he just goes no dickhead (laughs) and like that just the way he says it is so fucking perfect to me i just not as perfect as the way you used it (laughs) i was trying to think of kurt russell 
Kurt Russell and Goldie Hawn. They have a they have a daughter. Do they also have a son who's an actor? Because that's no, what I was trying to think. You're of. thinking of Oliver Hudson. You're thinking of Oliver no. Hudson. Yes. Who is not Kurt Russell? When you, you know who this is, you guys are going to be. I know. Very upset. I'm already angry. Jimmy should have gone you know, okay. immediately. Why should I have gotten it immediately? You you Jimmy's, wanted Jimmy's. desperately to see this this person do something. Do I have this? Oh, is it uh, Jake Gyllenhaal? Yes. Oh. It's Jake Gyllenhaal. I wanted to see him do uh, Sunday in the Park with George. Yep. Okay. All right. So Jake Gyllenhaal was hanging out with who? Paul Dano. Oh, Paul Dano. Oh, boy. I don't know who Paul Dano is. Oh, you know Paul Dano. No, Did you face. see There Will Be Blood? Oh, yeah. He's the kid in that. Yeah. Oh, and okay. he's got a new movie coming yeah, out, I believe. Yeah, yeah. Oh, he's good. Yeah. And he was he, in that, that uh, Brian Wild Wilson Life. movie. Oh, okay. Which See, is Jake Gyllenhaal and, and uh, I didn't know Michelle Williams. Are you sure it's not James Franco? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Just double checking. Jake Gyllenhaal is Mysterio in the new yeah. Spider-Man movie. He is? Mm-hmm. Are you huh. happy with this? Uh, with these answers? No, I don't That's like this. Those were, those that was a letdown. That was a letdown. Yeah. But, those two uh, names. Jake Gyllenhaal is... Who's the big name that you saw at the Dear Evan... Or that you didn't see at Dear Evan Hansen? You want to tell you when I guess? No, I want you to tell me because we can't Katie play another... Katy Perry. Oh, yeah. Whoa. Katy Perry was there. She was on the uh, the red carpet, as yeah. was Darcy Corden from the aforementioned The Good Place. Oh, cool. That, that's crazy. Katy Perry, that's big. Yeah. I'm like, how can I not spot... The, the Amundsen is not that big of a theater. No. It's not. How do I not spot It's deceptively big. Is it? It is. When you, it's, what's weird is when you're outside, you're like, how is, the, how is it this tall? It's like a tall building. Yes. It's weird, right? And then you go inside and you're like, oh, I guess it does. But from where I was sitting, I But you weren't on the floor. It. If you were on the floor, you probably would have seen her. You the bird's eye. Yeah, because she, was, she definitely Maybe she was under the, the mez. Maybe she was under the overhang. No way. She's got to be in the front. You think she's fifth row? Yeah, she's got to be. There's no box seats in the Amundsen? There are. There some are. Boxes, and yeah. I, you know what? I didn't pay that much attention to the box seats because I feel like those are the. You think she was Waldorf and Statlering it? It's possible. <laughs> yeah. Well, that would create a big stir, her, her walking in. It would, yeah, right? Bring her in you last minute. It would be hard to miss. The lights are down. Although she... It, oh, yeah, lights are down. Maybe, yeah, yeah. Maybe she's still on the carpet. In. She's not going to sneak in. That's a good point. She was she's, wearing those cones. Oh, my God. Yeah, I thought that was just right. Like, hey, was that but, shark with her? Yeah. She, yeah the shark, that's what that's <laughs> it was. very conspicuous. Yeah. But they, <laughs> once they put the lights down, you don't see them come in. in. Left shark. Uh, who's your K actor? Let's get to that nightmare. Oh, my K actor is... Uh, Kyle McLaughlin. Kyle McLaughlin. Now listen, he's a terrific actor. He makes his home here in Los Angeles. Um, I can't name one thing that guy was in. That's why I'm Kyle panicking. McLaughlin. Oh wait, Kyle McLaughlin. Uh, I was thinking was of someone he in else. American Horror Story. I was thinking of the guy from Twin Peaks. From Twin Peaks. Oh, it is the guy from Twin Peaks. Yeah, who's also the mayor in Portlandia? Is that not right? No. Cut to I absolutely didn't win this money. Now, what's the guy? Else? Else? <laughs> That's a good point. Was he in Sex in the City? Uh, that guy? Was he in there? Wasn't there a guy from Twin Peaks that was in Sex in the City? Maybe. That's, you're thinking of um, John Corbett, maybe. Okay. Who, who was not in either of those things. No, he's, he's, he's in Sex in the City. What about uh, Dylan McDermott? That's who I'm thinking of, Dylan McDermott. Yeah. And who's the guy that everybody confuses him with? Dermot Mulroney. Dermot Mulroney. That's who I was thinking of from American Horror Story. Jesus, this is a mess. Where are you staying while you're in town, Pat? I'm staying by the airport. Los Angeles International? Holiday Inn. Which one? The Hawthorne Express. I'm trying to think that's where my dad stays when he's uh, here in town. He stays at a Holiday Inn. Oh, yeah? Holiday Inn, Holiday Inn Express? Yeah. It's a good setup. Yeah, it is a good setup, isn't it, Pat? I'm happy with it. I splurged last time I was here, and I was like, I can't do that. Where'd you, where'd you stay last time? Last time I stayed at the, uh, was it the Beverly? Not the Beverly Hills, but the Beverly Hilton, maybe? Beverly Hilton? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Right on the, the corner of Santa Monica. and uh, yeah. Whatever that other street just is. Just a one night, and I was like, well, you know, you justify it, right? We'll spend on Ubers. and Right. <laughs> if I stayed in is LA. that what the soft hotel used to be? 
Beverly Hilton is where the Golden Globes are. It's like right oh. at where like Westwood and Santa Monica hit, I think. Oh, okay. What is did Westwood Boulevard used to be? Sofitel, I don't know. Didn't it? Wasn't it something was before it they turned it to Sofitel? Yeah, it was something. Beverly something, I right thought? Right by the Beverly uh, connection there, where Beverly uh, yeah. Center. Right. Uh, how long are you in town for, Pat? Uh, three nights. That's it. You're three nights, but you got your you got uh, meetings all over town. All over. Right? It's, it's <laughs> happening. And did you rent a car? You mentioned I Uber? did rent a car. I did, yeah. Smarter. Yeah. Right? Although he Ubers everywhere. I'm happy with that. You're happy with what you get? What kind of car did you get? Toyota Camry. Get the Camry, huh? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Toyota? It's beautiful. Who'd you use? Foxed? Jinxed? Advantage. Advantage. No, I, went, I think I went through rentalcars.com. What's that? It's just a website. I understand that. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a website where you rent cars. Where you rent cars. <laughs> Tell me more about it. What do you... What, uh, what's that? What, uh, what, they don't ha- seem to have access to the... Or maybe I didn't dig deep enough. But usually it's like Alamo, Avis, like the, the Enterprise, the, the big names. And then yesterday it was just like Advantage and Fox and just names that are like maybe the next level. But yeah. What's that other one? Sixth? Yeah, I saw that. That's the first, yeah, first time I've seen what that. Are they, Who are they? Where, where are they, they up to? From? Right? There's new companies coming out. Yeah. Yeah. Cars. Right. Like, like, like you go, you know, you know what market needs to be dug into? <laughs> no, one's, no one's cracked it yet. Let's really get I in mean, there, here. There's enough. You need to... There should the, be another shuttle at the airport. <laughs> right? Disaster. These colors on it. Sixth. S-I-X-T, I want to say it is. Is it just out here? It's like a West Coast? I don't know. I don't know. And they're in weird places, too, like the way Enterprise used to be. Maybe that's what they're doing. Remember, Enterprise really wasn't at the airport. They would be like out be like, in your strip yeah, mall. So it would be cheaper. Oh, yeah. Uh, Sixth seems to be doing that. They're a European multinational car rental company. Good to have them in town. Don't trust 4,000 locations in over 105 countries. Wow. All right. I guess they're not new. Well, they're new to us. They know what yeah, they're doing. Us. Yeah, they know what they're doing. I don't should... understand why there's new places coming up that like car, where you can buy cars. Yeah, there's all sorts of weird things like. What that. do you mean? Like, there's that one where you go to you can go to a car vending machine. Yeah. Yeah. What's that about? What? Or that that site where it's like an app you like actually buy the car in the app or whatever. Yeah. And like they're no, I didn't shop for a car. Um, no, it was like a website too. I guess you know that ad. I know. I just I don't know. I've just heard about CarRental.com <laughs> moments ago. It's one of those things where like I didn't just research the car online. I bought it and then it just shows up at your house. <laughs> really? Yeah. yeah. It's crazy. So you like. Do you build it out? Do you I pick all I the guess. features? I don't know. I don't know. I got a test drive, baby. Yeah. I'm all about getting behind the wheel. What but do you I, drive it home, Pat? We have a Buick Enclave, and then we also have a Camry. So you love the Toyota. Park. I'm one of those people like, I like to rent the car that I have at home. Do you not know how to drive? Yeah. <laughs> you taking the manual out? No, the, uh, but we also have a Camry. Which is fun, because my wife sometimes would be like, yeah, it's, you know, it's nice, but it's paid for. It. So that's why. It's like, of course... So they got 07. We're bragging about how it's paid for. <laughs> it better be paid for. It better be. <laughs> oh, man. We're broke. But that Enclave is nice. We got the, the for the family. The Buick Enclave. We, got, we had three kids. So we got that third aisle. Okay. Yeah. The captain chairs. It's like mm-hmm. a 2011. And we bought it from CarMax. That there was used a little bit. Yeah. I, don't know, I don't know who can buy these big family $90,000 cars. Who's doing Yeah. It's like when people were buying the condos right before it all went to hell well it's back it's back now here you can't you can't buy a condo here for less than three hundred thousand dollars yep minimum that's and that and that's that's even i I think i think i went too low yeah i think it did too four hundred thousand for a condo five hundred it's all these big family cars are fuck they're so expensive yeah Yeah. like the luxury 
uh, SUV or the, the fancy, like the fanciest minivan. Like who's yeah. buying? A oh, I did see it. Yeah, I saw million. an ad or, or the commercial, and it said, "As shown, ninety-two thousand dollars." Yeah. Like, I'm with you. Like I, yeah. I was like, they're joking. Nobody, nobody's dropping ninety-two thousand dollars on a right. family car. So and then you can get something that's two years older for like Way 40 less. grand less. Right. I mean, and these cars, like that, like I was talking about our old Camry, these cars now, they're so reliable. Yeah. They last forever. Yeah. Like I used to, and the bad thing about that is I don't feel like connected to cars like I used to. Yeah, I've never yeah. been a car guy, right. but I loved my car in high school. What did you have a, in high school? It was a Caprice Classic, like the old cop cars. Mm-hmm. It was like an undercover cop. <laughs> this is before emissions tests. Blue it was navy blue, and it blew out like blue smoke too. It was a fucking <laughs> disaster, like a cloud around you at the intersection. Blue thunder, this is what we called you it. You called it blue thunder. Oh, it was yeah, that's the you, like. Do you even name cars anymore? No. I agree with you totally. Like it used to be like, this is mine. Now it's just like, yeah, this is just the thing that I use. Because like, you went matter. through shit together. <laughs> yeah, you had you Maybe broke down. You right. had you know right. It's a tumultuous relationship. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you keep your car a long time. You've I do. I, Does I, your car have a nickname? Uh, Dusty? <laughs> Pig pen? Pig pen? I've, I've, I've started calling it Lynn because li- I have a personalized license plate that says offline. And uh, there's L-O-I-N in there. And so I, I wonder how that would sound amplified. <laughs> it's, it's on. It is on. It's totally on. You're not talking into it. I'm sorry. What's going on? Why is this mic so low? I don't know. It's not me. He controls it. Check, check. Yeah, okay, I'll be here. But then oh, I can't see you. No, yeah, no, there no. you are. But I, I am almost. There you now go. he's there like. You are. Now he's in our heads, though. I don't like that. And, and I and I have the microphone in my mouth, essentially. <laughs> sorry, it's true. Uh, so what you, you're calling your car, Lynn? The, yeah, the license plate is O F F L Y N. What is it? O F F L Y N. It's a it's a Mustang. Mustang. Yeah. I you can probably get saw car envy though when you get. When you get into a nice car now, you're. Uh, I'm sometimes like, wow, this is this, this it, is standard now. What they have? Yeah, <laughs> it's crazy business. Even if the, the low end rental cars, it's it's definitely that way. Where the Mazda looks like a nice car. The Mazda Mazdas three and nice. Mazda six. They're uh, they're from what I understand, it's like it's a little more expensive than uh, the equivalent cars, but the performance is better. They're nice. Hmm. What do Mazda. you have? What's that? What do you drive? I'm not comfortable with you knowing that. Pat, to be honest with you, I'd like to keep my private life exactly that private i have a chevy volt yeah chevy volt what do you have matt i have a chevy volt oh <laughs> oh do you guys have a deal no <laughs> chevy volt? that'd be amazing oh that'd be great yeah uh no i bought one and then uh, uh i convinced him that he should get one. i was looking right. at the bolt which is all electric and jimmy had just gotten the volt and he was like the volt's great and so like when i went in the the bolt is much more expensive and feels like a toy because it's yeah. all electric and kind of weird. And I was like, and my wife was like, really, you don't want to have the gas just in case? And I was like, okay. <laughs> it's worth it. It's worth having yeah. that peace of mind of knowing like, oh, I can go a little bit further. Because uh, you had all electric before that. I had all that. electric before that, yeah. And I was restricted and panicked. That would happen? Yeah. No and uh, I went What was it, Prius? No, I had a uh, uh, Volkswagen e-Golf. And oh, yeah. uh, one time I had to pull over at a uh, BMW and sit in their lobby for three hours while it charged Charges so I can get home, yeah. And just wait in there. And, can we help you, sir? No, just charge my car. <laughs> it was the worst. It was horrible. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, God. Mm-hmm. Elliot, how are you back there? Captain Clunk, how are you, sir? I'm doing fine. How are you? Good. What's going on? We didn't get a chance to talk to you last episode. That's true. Well, um, so uh, why don't you explain to the guest how I manage a building, and then I'm going to uh, give you something. Oh, what you don't know, uh, Pat, is that uh, Elliot Hoberg here uh, manages an apartment complex in, uh, complex in Palms, California, which is not far from Culver City. And uh, I've now been told I'm going to get something. 
Oh, dear. Oh, wow. Props, so, um, I'm here on a special day. From time to time, uh, tenants will move out, and they will leave stuff behind. And I will say, hey, you left this thing behind. Do you, do you want it? And they said, no. So, But now, do they have animals? They do not, because this was in a box. Okay. It, was, it had been delivered to them. Oh, my God. oh, I, oh I get one? Pat's getting it. Look at you. Are, you are here Thanks. on a special day. Thank you, sir. Wait, something just fell off of one of them. Oh, no, no, no that's, that's Pat's cap. Pat's cap. Or Pat's cap. Pat. What, what are these? Pat's pap. So they're blankets. So I had a tenant who apparently Wait, received you, a box of these for blankets, some promotion. You said? <laughs> What's that? It's, a, it's called the blanket. Have these been laundered? <sighs> like, are are they, they, have they, they smell? Have they been laundered? No, they were just they, just, they were in a box new in a and box. had been delivered to them. Oh, they were brand new in a box. Yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, they were in the box in the, uh, out in the garage. So, so they you, could be uh, uh, bug infested. I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think so. Did you keep one? Yes. Oh, good. You don't want a second one? Third, <laughs> the box has to have a, keep a backup. Well, I'm help. I'm happy to help the spread of this disease by flying back to Chicago with this. Yeah, yeah, pretty nice. You want to pack that? I, I, back. I didn't. Normally, I would notice a, an odor. I didn't notice zero. an odor. But do you, if you guys notice an odor, no. Oh, no, thank, thank you, Elliot. Thank you, Elliot. That's no, great. Thank you, Elliot. Buddy. It's very Appreciate nice it, of you. Yeah. Well, I figured you know, great blankets are comfortable. These are these are. It's, it's, yeah. I've been yeah. I've been uh, I've been using the one that I have for like a week. Is that true? Yeah. And there, it was just starting to get cold. And it was the perfect timing for Is this that. real sheepskin? <laughs> I doubt it. It might be wool, but I don't think it's wool is what the word uh, I was looking it's for. It's interesting. It's like fleece on one side and then like kind of checking the tag. It's like a big deal to your blankets. What did you say, Pat? checking the tag to see how you care for it. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I have no idea. And I, well, I like, can tell you in advance. I don't care for it. And then this obviously <laughs> this was like uh, this was merch from that band, The Verve, their, <laughs> their yeah. last tour. Yeah, I don't know what the deal is with that. You know what? I think Verve is a it's a company here in town. That may or may not be an advertising firm or a production company. I know that's yeah. risky to say in this town. <laughs> I think that would be a production company. Like or something to do with show business. Uh, <laughs> they're either yeah. a management company. It's very or? possible. So, uh, so you know, it was a promotional item, and they said, well, I don't need them. Well, thank you. You're welcome. Very nice of you. Thank yeah. you to that tenant. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Good to have them out of the building, too, huh? <laughs> right away, they were... All, um, almost all my tenants are really nice, and this tenant was also very nice, so... Now, do you have any openings at the moment? Uh, currently, no. I have somebody who says they're going to give notice, but then the last time... They I gave asked, notice to give notice? Sort of. Pre-notice? Well, she didn't understand how notice worked. I had to explain that to her. Okay. But she's from another country, so maybe the there was a language barrier. Wait a minute. What are you going to say? Sanctuary building? <laughs> Thank you, Pat. When, <laughs> what are you running over there? That? What are you running over there? Exactly. What's going on over there? <laughs> People from another country. Yeah, I want to say that she's not in my America, I sir. Say she's Israeli, I think. Come on, it just keeps getting worse. <laughs> she Mossad. I, I don't. I don't know. I mean, everybody uh, over there is in the military. They do go ahead. They have to do that yeah. for two years, which I kind of respect, honestly. I don't disagree with that. I do too. I don't. Wouldn't want to do it, but at all. But I don't disagree that. Uh, I mean, if y'all contribute, like. If our country had a thing where it didn't matter whether it was the Peace Corps or the military or the Red Cross or the Coast, whatever, if everybody had to do like a year of something like that, I think yeah. it would be a better country. Pat, your thoughts? Especially if you're a small country constantly at war. Oh, well, yeah, that's <laughs> right. obviously true. It's a pretty good idea yeah. to have the team ready. It doesn't seem like it's helped them to, to stop fighting war, though. I mean, I don't know. I know it's more complicated than that, but you would you would hope that if everyone has to be in the military, then over time the population would be like, "Hey, let's stop fighting wars because this yeah, is terrible." But the I don't think it has really to be necessarily them. military, but you should do a year of service for your country, yeah. whether it be building, building homes or, or something, right? Habitat for humanity, yeah. whatever it is. Yeah, something, exactly. something like a, like a year of service. Just humble everybody up a little bit. Yeah. 
but I would be grandfathered in. <laughs> I'm saying, sir, sure. everyone in our forward, yeah, <laughs> right. from here on out, the next generation, right? Yeah, like uh, those graduating high school uh, in 2019. If we start with that, you know what? This is run up to 2020. Sure. Okay. Of course, yeah. that means our children will have to enlist. But that's going to be that's good. All right. I don't mind them building a house. As, as long as you so, get to choose and you don't oh, have well, to go for that. to the military. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, if, if you go to the military, that counts. But if you don't, then you do one of these other things. I think that would be... Uh, I'll, I'll build a house, you guys. Are you having these thoughts now as as dads about the climate change stuff and all the stuff that yeah. oh, they are going to yeah. have to Aren't face? Aren't you? Oh, yeah. It's scary as hell. It's, it's, so they're going to be doing something for our... They're going to have to learn that anyway. Mm-hmm. It's interesting that, you know, people would always say, you know, the, the cynical person would say, I wouldn't bring a child into this world. And this is the first time where it's like, you know what? They're right. Yeah. <laughs> you know, even 11 years ago when my son was born, it was like, shut your mouth. You know, life goes on. There's different, you know, different things happen, cyclical, whatnot. But it is. Why would you now? Why would you? Right. Pat, your thoughts. Well, I wonder if some of that is driven by the Twitter world that we live in, because I do think Matt's right that it is. There are normal things going on out there, happy people and like, but the, uh, the climate change issue is just so different because it's, it's real. Yeah. It's been politicized, unfortunately. Like, I don't know how it got to that point. No. And it's like, now we got to do something. And, and how do you mobilize? It's scary. It's a bummer, man. I hate, t- I hate talking about it. Well, maybe a blue wave will change all that. Maybe that's what we need. A little blue wave on November yeah. 6th. Get out there and vote everybody. Be nice. There's a the blue there wave. There might be a different kind of wave. The tidal wave. <laughs> remember that gum? Remember that chewing gum? Tidal wave? I do remember the commercial. <laughs> <That's> awesome. <laughs> right? I just pictured that right when he said that. <laughs> Big wave of Nerdy flavor coming out. Yelling it. <laughs> yeah. Running. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tidal wave. Of course. <laughs> kind of like Indiana Jones running from that rock. It was similar to that. Right, but it said it was a delicious flavor of bubble gum. <laughs> it was awesome. I like tidal wave. Freshen up was like adult tidal wave. Yes. And they're both gone. Why, right? What happened? Why did they get rid of both of them? I don't know. Was it bad for us? Probably. Where mm. is that? That was good stuff. Mm. I thought Aquafresh, uh, was it Aquafresh? No. Freshen Aqua, up. Freshen up. Aquafresh is a toothpaste. Yeah. Uh, Aquatread was a tire. Uh, <laughs> Still is, I think. Freshen up. Uh, had, uh, it didn't have enough in the middle for me. It, it was like you chew and you go... Like it, oh, yeah, it, it wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't that tidal wave of flavor. Right. Was, oh yeah, yeah, tidal wave was more. Honestly, I found the the gush of the tidal wave to be a bit much. Like it was like it. kind of gross. Did it really gross you out a little bit. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to. I don't need it, anything squirting in my mouth when I'm fighting some gum. <laughs> disagree. All you right. go underneath a viaduct to make a hundred dollars. <laughs> finish up as quickly as possible. Oh, Put your hand on backwards. <laughs> <laughs> now, would you after you gave a blowjob, would you pop one of those gums in there? Yeah, clean the mouth for the next <laughs> yeah. customer. To combat this one squirt with another squirt. Yes. It's like looking it out for the next customer. Yeah. Um, apparently, in 1976, there was an explosion at the Freshen Up Gum Manufacturing oh, line. What? Wait, oh, what? I so was it, want that was to it be an true. actual tidal wave of gum? Yeah, in 1976, an explosion of the Freshen Up Gum Manufacturing line at an American Chiclet factory in Queens, New York, killed six workers. The New York Supreme Court, State Supreme Court Justice in Queens, dismissed manslaughter and homicide charges against the warner lambert wow. company wow and four executives the following year chick spell chickle c-h-i-c-l-e okay do they make chiclets <laughs> i was gonna ask the same thing that's or, or do they now own chick-fil-a chewing gum trust founded by edward beeman and jonathan primley yeah remember beeman gum yeah no, beeman gum was a popular gum back. oh yeah yeah you probably saw old rappers beeman yeah gum <laughs> got it <laughs> 
I don't want to step on any toes, but Elliot, what is your K actor? We have to move this along. <laughs> All right. Hopefully I'm spelling this right, but I'm going with... Hold I'd like to talk more about Beaming. <laughs> what do you got? Uh, I'm going with Chris Christopherson. Chris Christopherson. That, now that's two Ks, isn't that's it? That's true. That's uh, one shy of a meeting. <laughs> it's a Pardo classic Jeez. right out of the act. It's right out of the act. <laughs> Boom. More than happy to do it. I'll dust off the act if need be on the program. My favorite part of your act is shut the fuck up. How dare you? <laughs> How dare you? I had a heckler this past week, and... Uh, uh, Pat and uh, Gary was in the audience and that was uh, I'm done with it. I just don't have the patience anymore and so I just said shut the fuck just shut the fuck yeah, I, right. I will say it was interesting because I've never seen that happen before at a comedy club I haven't really gone to a lot of comedy stand-up comedy shows clubs so to see that was interesting to me and how you handled it because you weren't having it where were you at? But, uh, Flappers right here at the Burbank, oh, yeah. which is a great club. I've heard that. Yeah. But but you know, I mean, every club. It doesn't matter. It can be the greatest club in the in the world if it's. Uh, so what happened after you said that? Did they shut the fuck up? No, no. They they uh, I and then at one point I just said seriously, what the fuck does it take to get somebody kicked out of here? And, so they uh, weren't responding. They weren't police in the room and all. Uh, they again, as I said on the last episode, it just to be fair to them. Because of what I do on stage, you don't know what's real. I'm giving them the benefit of the doubt. They may have yeah. thought I was just doing my usual bluster you don't have a code word you have a I, well you mean maybe i need to have word? one now i think so yeah and yeah. this is gonna be surprised you it's gonna be pat began <laughs> <laughs> but the way you wrapped it up into your act throughout the rest of the night was right i'm very good at great. what i do garen <laughs> the <laughs> fucking great. best seems, great. garen seems surprised <laughs> yeah, garen gets it so nice show chris christopherson also is a name that sh- both names should not start with a k right seems like it should be cc but it's kk I wonder if, uh, uh, by birth, I wonder if uh, his first name begins with a C. I know every year. Uh, I feel like we looked this up, and his first name isn't even Chris. I think you might be wrong Is about his that. last name Christopherson? I can't answer any of that. Remember, we looked it up because I thought I insisted he wrote for the good times when I'm he was a... 100% wrong. Eight-year-old, but none of that was true. I guess it sounds it's more like Scandinavian or something. His entire name is, is yeah. Bananas. What's his name? It's Chris... <laughs> Christopher... Christopherson. So... Christopher. 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 Spelled offer. Just like O-F-F-E-R. his second. O-F-F-E-R. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And his second name is also Christopher's son. He's Christopher's son, Christopher. That's right. Couldn't be more so weird. straightforward. What's, what, are you, what are you getting hung up it's on the there? the spelling of it, and then it's the exact same thing for his yeah. last name. It's bananas to me. It's crazy time. Well, that's how they used to do it in the old days, crazy. Karen. I guess. Your name would have been Cockrell Cockrellson. <laughs> 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 that is an unfortunate last name, isn't it? <laughs> Cockrell. It's the worst. <laughs> you know, you uh, thought it would have been bad, but I didn't get. You much. didn't get a lot. I think cockroach was like the worst I ever got. Boy, he went to some to turn that into school with some uncreative people. I guess. <laughs> yeah, Boy, cock. They're a... they're staring a cock and right in the face, and they can't come up uh, with the cock joke. No, no. All right. Too bad. All right, so Chris Christopherson, the great yes, uh, Last night I was watching the Johnny Cash uh, show over there on uh, Get TV, and uh, he said, I'm going to do a song now. This is a Christopherson number. And then he did a Chris Christopherson song. Pretty cool. What do you think about that story? Pretty good. <laughs> Solid, man. Top cool. And, and, and then you know what came on next? Share. The Sonny and Share Comedy Hour. And oh, my God. Pat, I've said it before, I'll say it again. I'm in love with 70 Share. Yeah. In a very unnatural way. <laughs> she does it for you. Yeah, my God. Who was on the the comedy hour? Oh, they bring know, in... It was Burt Reynolds was on last uh, yeah. the last time I watched it. Burt Reynolds. They Burt. must cue those up, huh? When they... 
Uh, oh, I don't know. I don't. That's a great question. I don't know if that was uh, timed with uh, with his demise. Mm. <laughs> his demise. <laughs> uh, but it was. They were doing a, a sketch. It was so tr- painfully unfunny. Uh, and Danielle and Oliver were watching it. We were, all three of us were like watching this thing. And I, I, I was like, I watch it for the musical performances because they do it live. It's great. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the sketches are atrocious. And she goes, how could these be so bad? Wasn't Steve Martin a writer? And I go, Steve Martin wasn't writing on the show yet. He comes in, in the next season. Then the credits come up. Steve Martin. Like, motherfucker. <laughs> really? So it's Steve Martin, Bob Einstein, Lurie, Murray Langston. There's one more name, like four famous and Murray Langston, you know, the unknown comic, whether you think he's funny or not. But these are funny, established people. Sure. One of them considered a genius. Two of them considered geniuses. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Writing, like going out of their way to write the most unfunny shit you've ever seen in your life. Wow. Painfully unfunny. They were writing to their audience, right? I mean, at the time, that's what that job was. I they guess were like, so. This is what they wanted. They were hired to do that. And that's how shows worked back awful. Then. Just awful. Yeah, variety shows were terrible. I think they're going to come back. You think so? They keep trying. They never uh, click. Well, I just... Is that what you're pushing your mouth down? <laughs> I think they're going to come back. I mean, right? No, I, I mean, come on. Come on, guys, to. right? I'm going to take the temperature in this room. <laughs> what's the last legit uh, variety show that well, we've seen? Well, it was what's uh, uh, Maya and Marty. Right. But that was pretty good. That wasn't terrible. Yeah, but nobody cared. That's the thing. They're good. They're probably better than they could ever be. Right. But people don't. I, I think, but there's. It makes sense. It's short attention, right? It's yeah, a variety. And, you don't. You and, don't, and like, that, you don't like, like this. Here comes a song. You don't. Right. Yeah. Exactly. And the fact that like both like Dancing with the Stars, The Voice, So You Think You Can Dance, all those shows are very popular. So obviously the audience likes seeing people sing and dance. So you yeah. got that. So, so to that end, though, Matt, maybe like uh, America's Got Talent is that today's variety show it is basically. So you're just doing that yeah. without this without the lame sketches. Yeah. I think and it's without the big names. Show. It's the Tonight Show. It's no. today's variety show, really. Well, that's the thing. Like, I thought that Maya and Marty was kind of more of a sketch show. Like, to me, but that, to me, that but that's an old style variety show. Yeah, yeah. I think the problem is that people that that are running those shows don't know how to do those shows because yeah. it's a lost art if you think about it. <laughs> so they're doing what, or is it just that people don't want to see a show like that anymore? I, m- Maybe. But I think they do if it's done right. I don't know. I just don't know if anyone's. I mean, those shows came out just having been listening to Wayne Fetterman's history of stand up podcast for the last few weeks. Those all obviously came right out of vaudeville. Like when vaudeville kind of died out right as TV was getting going. And the most obvious thing to do on television was just to do what they had been doing on vaudeville, but just condensed it. So like whatever they were doing, just like just whatever kind of acts they could grab, they would put them together. Then explain the resurgence in the seventies. Why why did it come back so strongly in the seventies? I don't know. I mean, I think it was because maybe the people who had grown up with it were finally like at an age where they're just like watching more TV again. And like, I think, you know what? I'm sorry for interrupting, but I I think kind of in response to what Garen said, I think the problem is, with like Marty and, and Maya, it, it, there's no way for it not to look like you're making fun of it. Right. Even if you're 100% invested, hey, let's do a variety show. If you come out, I'm a little bit country. It's like, ah, look what they're doing. Right. They're yeah. making fun like, of Donnie and Marie. Right, right. No, no, no. We're doing this earnestly. We're trying to bring right. this back. Yeah. There's no way for it not to look that way. Yeah. And I do the white the supremacy thing to prove it. <laughs> it was kind of a fun way to see celebrities yes. in a way outside of their comfort zone yeah. some of them right yeah. and now we just do that all day long yeah well, that's true. right I think you're right about that the reality shows are that's a good people point. would rather see that yeah, yeah. I, I know you disagree with me but flip wilson though that show when like like dean martin is doing a sketch and he hasn't rehearsed it right and he's looking at the cue cards flip is probably drunk and they're just having fun 
and they're trying to make the sketch work and if they flub it they flub it and they try to fix it like that was really charming to me and i don't think i don't think that the the, the maya and and uh, Martin show. I don't think that that did that. I, I, uh, I mean, it was too polished. By the way, Sonny and Cher, same deal. Like Burt Reynolds flubbed a line, and then they just call him out on it. It's like, what's that note? I'm calling you. I love. <laughs> and then he goes, ah, let, and then he ah, let me fix these. Then he does that, and then they take right. it off. I'm with you. Two. They, there's no way they leave that in today. Right. And they it, it, stop and it down. And the, and YouTube YouTube viewers want to see that kind of stuff. That's that's part of the reason why we have a job is because we don't you know we just do stuff. We also do uh, put out terrific content. But go ahead. I'm listening. But, but, but I'm just saying it's but it's but it's it's like people a, it's like, like unfiltered stuff. Yeah, like, like there's like an honesty to it. That's yeah. Carol Burnett show. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. You never see the smooth running sketches. Right. Because everybody loves when when uh, what's his name makes everyone laugh. Right, Conway. Yeah. Tim, Tim Conway. Conway. Which, yeah. by the way, in this day and age, we maybe unprofessional <laughs> with yeah. Tim Conway doing that a like, little bit, maybe a little unprofessional. Like you know what, do your job. But the audience, <laughs> but the audience liked it. And Jimmy Fallon did that all the time, and right. almost yeah. to a point where it was like. It be, felt, felt intentional. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Be a yeah. professional. Yeah. But I do think that the, not, they realize that the crowd responds to that. They but like if you, that. But if you're responding to that, then then you're still trying to steal, you're stealing focus. And mm-hmm. you're undermining the sketch. And you're undermining the sketch. So what I'm trying to say is, fuck Tim Conway. <laughs> it's time somebody take that son of a bitch down. <laughs> well, I did. And see, Junior, for that matter. Oh, God. I, I saw him a little shorter. If, if they take him down, he'll just be dwarf. And he'll still be funny. You're right. I'll be making putts. He really kneeled in the shoes. <laughs> and <laughs> really did, did got a deal. Yeah. Got a deal. Yeah. Oh man. Tim Conway's back. Came up at the wrong time. <laughs> yeah, boy. Now that was an example of like just capitalizing on the whole like home video. Like you could just sell things in commercial. Oh, yeah. People bought Dorf on golf. Yes. They bought it because it was an it was an in ad choice, in between VHS or Beta. Right. Matt. Yeah. You you choose. <laughs> and people went. Yeah. You know what? Grandpa would like that. Nobody bought. And he did. And he did. Hey, look at that short guy. <laughs> and he did. I think my I think my grandfather did have Dorf on golf because he loved golf, and so of course, it's like it's it's not for anyone who's like I would like that. Everyone's going that'd be a good gift for this guy who's not going to like it, but right. I just need to give him something. Yeah, golf, go. Right. It's terrible. Golf we gave my grandfather opera cassettes every year for Christmas because we didn't know what to get him. He loved the opera. So we gave him that. I guarantee when he passed away, there was a closet full of unopened cassettes. <laughs> there had to be. Yeah. It was one of those things like, oh, grandpa, yeah, grandpa was like, he likes opera. I'll get him that. And yeah. There's no way. Right? Hey, Jackson, what's your, uh, who's your K? Oh, I'm, I'm going with one of my favorite actors. He is also a double K, but he got it honestly. Kevin Klein. Okay, well, you like Kevin Klein. I do. I love Kevin Klein. Right, you used to be married to that Phoebe Cates. Not anymore? I believe they had uh, they divorced. Oh, I didn't know that. I believe they broke up. Sorry to hear it. But I think they were together like 22 years or something. Yeah. What a very odd number. Very specific. <laughs> yeah, you're really all over this relationship. <laughs> I didn't realize they were together. Yeah. They're still oh. married. I've just been told they're still married. In your face. Wow. For how Good many for years? Maybe 30 years now. He met Kevin... They met in 1983, dating 85, married 89. It'll be 30 years. Wow. Yeah. Good, Good for them. them. And yeah. Two children. Hey. <laughs> Jinx. Yeah. Yeah, you two weirdos. <laughs> well, we're happy for the, the, the Klein Cateses. <laughs> I can't believe it. I thought I'll take were... it a step further. That was my name. Really? Wait, you were what? also thinking Kevin Klein? Yeah. You also want Kevin Klein. Wow. I just changed it in my brain, but now I'm going to say it because you What were you going to do? What, what, were you, what did you change it to? What were you going to change it to? Kevin Costner. Yeah. Kevin that was another double I, K. That's what I thought of. Mm. No. <laughs> <laughs> Sounding. 
Could be. Uh, uh, terrific actor. He, uh, he's neat. <laughs> Kevin Costner famously called Madonna's concert neat. He'll never, oh, did he? He'll never yeah. live it down. It's in that film, uh, Truth or Dare. And, uh, she, you know, she puts on this like insane, elaborate performance of, you know, it's just like a, an explosion of brilliant art. And he's like, that was neat. Oh, boy. And then they make and fun they put of it him. in there. Oh, yeah. they put it in there to make fun of him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The Madonna makes fun of him. Oh, was it neat? <laughs> I don't think she would make fun of him to his baseball? face. I think she just like afterwards was like, what the fuck's wrong? Oh, with yeah, asshole? right. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like to behind his back, which is worse. Like it'd be, it would have been better if she had just been like, oh, was it neat? Ha <laughs> ha. Like had fun with it. But that guy doesn't have fun. You don't think Kevin Costner has fun? No. The guy loves the, he loves the game. He does it for he the love of the baseball. game. No. <laughs> he baseball. He won't shut the fuck up about it's it. He's Billy Chappell. <laughs> Is that the guy from Field of Dreams? No, that's the other one. The other terrible <coughs> one. Tim oh, Cup. The perfect game one. Bull Durham? Uh, for love of the game. That's the one. For love of yeah. the game. Yeah. I don't know the characters' names. Now, you grew up in Chicago. Did you, What phrase, when you went to go, uh, how do I say this? You and your father would go into the backyard, and you would have a mitt, and he would have a mitt, and you'd throw the ball back and catch. You'd play catch. Yeah, we didn't have a catch. You wouldn't have a catch, would you, Pat? Right. Who says have a catch? At the end of that movie, where every every man in the world goes, I sobbed when he came out and said, do you want to have a catch? Which was a phrase I'd never heard in my entire life. Is that British? <laughs> no, it's a lot of East Coast. Uh, is it East Coast? Yeah, I think it's it East Coast, yeah. Is that what you would say? I, I am familiar with it. I'm not sure I would say it, but it's it doesn't sound odd to me. I think, they heard, I think I heard that they change it on set from play catch to have a catch. Wow. Oh, is that right? I believe I heard that. It yeah. sounds more, I know it sounds odd to you, but I do think that it sounds a little more um, poetic, I think. Like just like something Mr. Burns would say. Oh, let's have a catch. Let's have a, yeah. My buddy's from Annapolis, and that's what he said, my college roommate. And that's the first time I had heard it outside the movie. He, he said, like, let's have a catch. Let's have a cat. Let's not. not. <laughs> no, pass. I have a friend who, who is, she's from Boston. She would you should, you, she used to say, I'm going to have a shower instead of take a shower. Oh, uh, my, Pat Francis, when I was roommates with him, would go, uh, all right, let's do this. I'm just going to have a shower and then we'll get going. Weird, right? Yeah. Doesn't sound right. He would also say, uh, thank you for, uh, 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 hey man, thanks for running the vacuum. <laughs> instead of thanks for vacuuming, huh. it was thanks for running the vacuum. You drop another hint. <laughs> <laughs> what happens when when sis comes in sister comes in and asks mom mom where's the my bro and dad where are they at well, how do you answer that they're out back having a catch they're having a catch that they're playing, they're playing catch. catch they're playing catch verb is that what you said on the west coast elliot playing I, catch i we never had any kind of game as far as I know. Well, not, so, yes. I mean, you and your father. I mean, when you would hear other families that were, <laughs> were happy. Oh, man. I was what I was saying, but that's fair. Um, but I, I don't think we used have in that way. I can't yeah. think of, like, we didn't have a game of baseball. We didn't have a basketball game. We would play basketball. We would play right. catch. Yeah. Somebody just said about brushing your teeth. Somebody had a, a, a Had interest- a brush? No, it wasn't that, but it was similar. <laughs> something just as annoying to the ear. You taking a paste? Yeah, it was that. <laughs> take a pace. You're taking a pace. <laughs> Jesus. Hang on, let me take a pace and I'll be right out. <laughs> yeah, it was that. Uh, all right, Elliot, give me the uh, the uh, the uh, stuff here. I'm on it. By the way, Pat McGann's a terrific uh, comedian out of the Chicagoland area, the South Side, works at Zanies uh, exclusively in the when he's in the Chicagoland area. Is that true? <laughs> I guess you kind of have to be, right? It is now. <laughs> oh no <laughs> well you don't go down to Elsip, right you no, don't do I do in, in terms of the clubs yeah I, I really just do Zanies right now, wh- wh- now when you come through with a Sebastian and you do the Chicago theater uh, does uh, Bert Haas 
look down on you for that? No, no. He's happy for your success. Yes, yeah. Right? They put your face up over there at the Rosemont. Yes, yeah. That How was do you think that plays with the guys much. that have been... Okay, you said it, right? Yeah, for sure. It's ridiculous. It is. And I'm sure that's the conversation that people are having behind my back. Oh, Pat, yeah. I'll tell you your face they're having. It. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Of course they are. You saw it, those at Rosemont. They've got the big faces up. They've mm-hmm. got, uh, you know... Uh, all your famous people, yeah, all like the, George Carlin, George Carlin. I think the good doctor might be up there. Is he still up there? Bill Cosby. Is he up there? I no, like, I feel like last time we were there, it was down. All right. So then there's somebody and then it's Hannibal, which somebody could argue. Maybe that's a little too. Uh, but then then Pat McGann. Yeah. What? They I said to them, don't do it. Is that true? I found out they were already doing it. And I walked in there one day and they were like halfway done. I was like, you can't <laughs> and Like, no, we want to put one. One local guy, you're a guy. But if I may, Pat, listen, I think you're terrific. And I mean, that's sincere. I tell everybody in the world that you're uh, one of the best out of Chicago. Uh, and wouldn't it be Larry Reeb? Wouldn't it be a more iconic yeah. Chicago? Lo- like, Larry Reeb has never left Chicago. Right. That's it. Everybody knows Uncle Larry, so on and so forth. Whether you like him or not, is, is, <laughs> your, is you decide to yourself. But to me, Larry is a Chicago comedian. Sure. Would you not argue that? Wait, I would what? not argue that. All right. No, no, no. All right. So at least you agree that you, you it's, just, no. it's odd that they didn't run it by you before they started doing it. Yeah. Like, that's strange. Yeah. Especially because it's a picture of you. Well, it's a painting. It's a painting. Is it? It's huge. Right. It's huge. When you do something like that. I've like, already felt bad about it, guys. <laughs> no, no, but I'm, I'm, flip, I'm flipping it around. Like, I, I, I'm sorry I to bring like it up. My but, mom's proud of it. Of yeah. course she should be. Rightfully so. You deserve it. <laughs> but like like if somebody puts a visage of you like if I went to a a, a, a hot dog stand some here in Los Angeles and they had uh, let's say a half-assed painting of Jimmy Pardo I, why does it have to be bad because it's a small little hot dog stand and but maybe not, the artist is good maybe he's got the hot dog right, stand to offset his art Jimmy have you been painting pictures of yourself at hot dog stands <laughs> yes I don't and I think they're pretty good to well, say they're half-assed is insulting if we could recognize you if that's what you mean by good then sure they're good we although the guy good. who's ever doing it at the improv you've been, you've been in the improv lately there is the one of Paul Reiser where if you don't if you're not told it's Paul Reiser you have no clue who it is Ooh, and I think right. and the Robin Williams is a little dicey too that's why oh, on the outside the out yeah oh. Have you seen those? Oh yeah, they're they're suspect. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> right. Yours truly. I, like people that don't know Pat would go, oh, there's Pat McGann. You recognize who it is on the wall? I barely recognize the guy with the bag over his head. <laughs> <laughs> hey, who's that? It's the unknown comic. Unknown. It's, it's right up there. Uh, uh, what's your point? My, my point is that if I saw that, I would call you and say, hey. Well, uh, that's this you don't have you. to do an example because there's a pizza place on Riverside right here that has a gigantic painting of Dave Grohl on it. And it's yeah. called Rock and Roll Pizza. And uh, we have a friend who knows Dave Grohl. And I was like, does he know about that? Does he is he a part owner? Does he own that pizza? She's like, no. She's like, let me text him. He has no connection to it. It's like it, you're representing that he has something to do with this place. That's not. I've just right. been told. And maybe this is the second time I've been told. He has no connection to that place. No. But didn't you assume he did? I would assume that rock and roll pizza with a, a picture. It's a giant picture of Dave Grohl eating a slice of pizza. On a sign? Yeah. The, the whole Outside? wall. The whole the wall. Whole, really? The, not, the whole not wall. Their, not their logo. No. It's the entire the, wall of the front wall. Yeah. Of the that's di- that's different in a way, right? It is very different than, yeah. than your situation. I mean, I guess yeah. so. You're but, selling. But like, what if you, yeah. And what that's if a you, big name. And that. What if you didn't like that photo that they picked to make the painting from? Right. Or, yeah. or or you didn't even like it's, it's what if good. Dave Grohl doesn't like pizza so the fun thing is they used to have a card that they put on every table like just to kill time when you're waiting for the show to start like 
you know, it was all, and they're not labeled. So it's like, you know, name the comics and no one ever, fuck, you know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Occasionally. Cool. Just got sadder. <laughs> They would. I didn't even know they had that on the on yeah. the uh, the birthday card or whatnot. Are they yeah. still called comment cards? But you know what? There's an uptick in those people who know who the fuck I am now. <laughs> yeah, and well, they're this, helping. Oh, yeah. this is going to help. Yeah, well, this is going to help, yeah. and certainly that tour with Sebastian. Right. right. No, it is embarrassing. But maybe you deserve it. But not. then there's another side of it too that it's like it's nice. That it's was, pretty cool. Yeah. I don't, yeah, but I am not unaware that it's ridiculous do you think that the guys your reeves your toomies your marantos they have to be furious at you they might be what about the pardos i don't live there anymore oh, am, I, it, am i more successful yeah, of course it's I am. only people who am are, i have i been on television my more famous than pat mcgann yes should my face be up there of course it should <laughs> but it's not and i'm not angry about it <laughs> well wait but pardo would be great up there dwayne kennedy dwayne's another dwayne's a, a, another example of a larry reeb put yeah. him up there to me Yes, I agree. Anybody but you. <laughs> Mike has less of a zany's history than. In fact, maybe a little. Uh, yeah, yeah. But wait, what about you? like Bill you, Cosby you was make up a there? Great point. Bill Leff. Like there are people up there who never lived in Chicago, right? Well, they're famous though. So, and there are some famous ones that don't really have the zany's connect either. Example. Um, Billy Gardell. Billy Gardell has not uh, no zany's connection, right? Right. Kind of random that he's up there. I'll agree with that. But I think he has a relationship with Dan Carlson, who had that was okay. his idea. And he put him up there and, you know. Now, how did you end up going on tour with Sebastian? Did you guys start together? And I will say Billy dropped in to do a set after that, too. So it kind of helped. How did I get that gig? I, like, how, I mean, did how, did, how did this, the, uh, you don't have to go into the details if yeah. you're not comfortable with it. But no. did you, because Sebastian's one of those guys that, uh, hey, I'm from Chicago, that I never knew of. Uh, did you start with him? No. So he started out here. He moved to L.A. and oh. started out here. So he's from Chicago, but he did not start standing I there. see. Okay. But I met him in Chicago when I was hosting Zanies. And he was... So that's kind of a cool thing that I've seen him wow, that's really cool. grow. Like, he was packing out Zanies downtown. Was, I was so impressed by that. Because there were... You know, I'm a house MC there nine months a year. I'm there every week. Not every week there's a draw. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, Zanies is the draw. When he came in, he was the draw. Okay. And he would pack it out, and then all of a sudden he's selling out Rosemont. Yeah. And then I did the um, one of his Showtime specials. I opened for him at the Harris Theater. And then he would throw me dates, and I had stuff going on at home. I wasn't really traveling much. And we kind of lost a little touch, and then we we, we kind of reconnected. And then he wasn't he didn't really have a regular opener then. And then he just said, you want to do this? And, and so, so now it's yeah. just you, ex- exclusively you. Pretty much. I mean, he's had, there's times when I haven't been able to do it, and he's gotten someone else. Um, but... That's great. Yeah, it's a good gig for me, man. Of course it is. Why wouldn't it be? It's great. You get to be funny. He's up on that wall, too, in Rosemont. Sebastian. Oh, Chicago's own. Yeah. <laughs> sure, certainly. Uh, all right, give me the fans' case, if you all would, right, please. here we go. I didn't mean to make that weird, by the way, with the uh, with your face up there. I apologize. I well, it's kind of hard not to. Your opinion is that I shouldn't be up there, and you decided to tell me. <laughs> <laughs> but I respect it. Well, 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 you saw through what I said. I don't know then? if you would tell me with the mics off. That's oh, what never. I want to know. Never. That a boy. <laughs> right. Rightfully so. With the mics on. The safety of the microphone. I do think I remember you scratching your chin standing in front of it. When I, There's no way. When we were together there. To make you laugh, right? Oh, yeah. But come on. I also know. It's embarrassing. When a guy like you comes in and sees that, it's embarrassing. There uh, are other nights when it's not, doesn't even 
enter my realm of thought. I will tell you this, Pat, that it, it, it in all in truth, truth, full disclosure, it does not bother me in any way, shape or form that your picture is up there. Uh, there are others that I don't understand. Yeah. Uh, and it's like that guy really over me or so and so like that. There right. are others. Right. You are not one of them. There's no theme to it, unfortunately. Yeah. And there should be a theme to it. Right. And maybe that, you know, but Dan, he's a lot of work. What if they just repainted it, you know, paint started over and just put the 85 bears up. There. <laughs> <laughs> be they would fucking sell oh, out every out. night. Uh, you know, I used to go to riddles, but I don't anymore. You know, Zany's says the, uh, the, get the bears up there. Yeah. That's great. Yeah, you got idea. golf up there. Play the shuffle before the show. <laughs> oh, oh man. Shuffle. That would be, Oh my God. I'm going to buy that idea off you. <laughs> Go ahead. I'm going to open up a club. What are you talking about? I'm going, I'm going to open across the fucking street. Yeah. Ditka's? <laughs> Ditka's. Remember Ditka's used to do comedy. Uh, oh, really? At uh, Right on, uh, what street is Ditka's Ontario. on? Ontario. Oh, it used to be on Ontario. Ontario. Like the city lights and like. Yes. Yeah. We used to go in there and do comedy to really? nobody's amusement. <laughs> no kidding. Yes, but you got paid very well. Yeah. But you'd go in there. It would be a th- typical three-man show, 15, 30, 45, and you wanted to open because it sucked. Wow. So if you had to do 45, you got paid very well, but you bombed for 45 minutes. That's a long bomb. Yes. Yes. <laughs> but you don't bomb. You don't struggle, right? I mean, everybody would in certain situations, right? That's yeah, I've, I've had plenty of awkward moments. Yeah, you're a solid act. You don't deserve it. It's not fair. Thanks, Jimmy. You're welcome. Hope you paint a picture of me on your wall in here. (laughs) (laughs) By the way, if you ever come back, I hope to God that we have the time to be able to do it. Because how funny would that be? Like, do it behind that giant one and and then then, take it down. Just when he's here and it's... God damn it, that'd be funny. All right, give me the fans case. We got to get out. Jesus Christ, look what time it is. Here we go. My apologies. You got to go. Key for Sutherland, Ken Howard, Kiko Mortensen. Kevin Pollack, Keanu Reeves, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, Kevin Nealon, Kevin Spacey, Kelsey Grammer, Carl Malden, which is my second th- choice, Kevin Bacon, Coney Shaloub, mm-hmm. and Kurt Russell. All right, here we go. I will tell you this. Nobody has won. Okay. Nobody has okay. won. Is it Keegan, Michael Key? Uh, uh, in the number four hole is Mr. Ken Howard. Okay. Uh, in the number three hole, uh, and a great guy, Kevin Spacey. <laughs> okay. Kevin Spacey. <laughs> sure. Piece of crap. Uh, number three, you can't read my writing. Yes, I can. Keith Carradine. Oh, that's Keith a good one. Carradine. Oh, yeah, yeah. And number one, if Elliot had not double clutched, he would have been a winner. Oh no, Carl Malden. Oh! Carl Malden. Don't leave home without him. That no, I hurts. Oh! Oh! Carl Malden. You know why I didn't pick him? And I guess Chris Christopherson sort of qualifies in the same way. But I thought you might second guess whether it was like with a K or a C. No, I don't. I'm not going to do that. Who are you talking to? Who the fuck do you think you're talking to, pal? Jimmy Pardo? He, he remembers the American Express card with the name on it. Yeah. All right. I have an American Express card. With his name on it? Yeah. Right. Never leave home without it. Racking up points all over the country. <laughs> you bought his at auction. Was he the it. original Unsolved Mysteries host? Ooh. Oh. Carl Malden? I don't think so. He hosted no, something. No. It was that other guy, wasn't it? Um, Robert Stack was. Robert Stack. But before him, oh, there was, was a it Carl Malden? I think it was wow. Carl Malden. He's the nose, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think it was him. Huh. I was obsessed with that show. I'd, I'd, yeah. I'd bet on it. Do you notice that when I turn to look at Elliot when he talks, I hit the oh, microphone no. yeah. every time? <laughs> I've been ignoring it. It's been coming through. Sorry. It's been coming through. Yeah, it's been coming through. Raymond Burr, Carl Mulden, Robert Stack, Virginia Madsen, Dennis Farina. Virginia Good. Raymond Burr. What, they did this back in the day? I guess so. It's Unsolved seven. Mysteries? Mm-hmm. With, with Raymond, Raymond Burr. Really? I like that. What year was that? 87. What? 87? Did they wheel him out there? <laughs> How the hell was he alive? 
Um, wow. The show began as a series of seven specials presented by Raymond Burr, Carl, Bal- Carl Malden, and Robert Stack. Beginning on January 20th, 1987, became a full-fledged television program hosted by Robert Stack. Yeah, that's what I remember. So they did this that show special the creeps. And then, yeah, it was great. It was so good. Super creepy. Raymond Burr, 87? <laughs> Very strange. How old, what year was he born? Garrett, we have to end this because we have to record more stuff. Uh, oh, he was born May 21st, 1917. 17, wow. 27, 37, 47, 57, 67, 77, 87. That was only 70. Yeah. Yeah, he died in 1987. Thanks for showing your work. <laughs> <laughs> Look at this work. What do you think of that, Pat? <laughs> <laughs> I got him died. Oh, God. Don't do that. All right, we got to go. Pat, thanks for being here. Thanks for having me. If anybody has the opportunity to buy you tickets on StubHub for Sebastian, uh, you're going to see Pat McGann. Get there early to see Pat. Mm-hmm. But then leave. <laughs> right? You don't have to stick around. We've, no, stick you've seen around. The, you've seen the clips on the internet. You get it. Oh. Come pay some respects in Rosemont. Put some uh, flowers under my paint. <laughs> <laughs> Are you at Rosemont anytime soon? You doing any club work soon? I'm going to do Zanies in Chicago and Rosemont around uh, Christmas and New Year's. I'm doing uh, Rosemont the 18th through 22nd. And then that week after Christmas and New Year's Eve, I'm doing... You're doing downtown, downtown Zanies on New Year's Eve. I am, yeah. Terrific. With uh, the great Jim Flanagan going to be with you? I hope so, man. I hope so. I just saw they have someone for me the first week that I'm doing, so I was late. Ah, uh, in requesting? Yeah. So I gotta, yeah, I sometimes you uh, you roll the dice. Uh, you're not going to get the right guy in front of you. Do you bring someone whenever you can? or I try to bring somebody every time. Yeah. And I put, uh, I'm coming to Zanies at, uh, in March. Uh, I'm coming into Chicago for my fantasy baseball draft. I'll be doing Zanies and Rosemont on the Thursday and Friday prior to the draft. And I put in a request for one of three names, and hopefully one of those three names will get it. Excellent. One of them being the aforementioned Jim Flanagan. Yeah. Great. Yeah, yeah it changes the whole week if you're Oh, listening. does it? Yeah. Oh, does it? <laughs> uh, Pat, thanks for being here. Thanks for having me. Pat again, everybody. All right, listen, I'll be having the Pop Gold. He's looking up over there. There's a good cockerel by high there. The band uh, music control. That's Captain Clunk, Elliot Hopper behind the dashboard. That's, uh, that's Matt Bell and that, but our friend Pat McGann. I'm Jimmy Pardo. We'll see you next time on the podcast. AK 47, go on, not forgotten.